Hi guys, this is Erica Weston with Fox Sports Midwest, and you're listening to my favorite St. Louis Blues hockey podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. ready to hear some noise tonight you're just seconds away from let's go blues radio all over the hockey universe No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Nice onesie. Is it coming men's? Oh, I think you coming men enough for all of us. And anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 50 of Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. We are broadcasting live on Wednesday, January 29th, 2020. This is franchise episode number 236 all-time. Your hosts tonight are yours truly, Kurt Price, Bill Day, and Jeff Ponder. And for your listening pleasure, for the next little while, we'll be talking Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues Hockey. To interact with the show on social media, you can follow the show on Twitter at LGB Radio. My account is at Kurt Price, Bill's is at Billy Blue Note, and Jeff's is at jponder94. You can follow us on Instagram and also like us on the Facebook and, of course, our YouTube channel where this show is broadcast live. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe so you'll get notifications when we go live each week. That's the best way to do it. All the cool kids do it that way. Uh, for those of you watching the live show right now on YouTube, you can comment in the live chat to my left. Uh, the website is letsgoblues.com where you can listen or watch past episodes. Browse the fan discussion forum as well as get some cool St. Louis Blues themed t-shirts that uh, help support the show. And do us all a favor, if you see something you like that we put out there on social media, or even uh, one of our shows itself, uh, share it. Post links in, to, uh, in Blues Facebook groups or whatever. Uh, the more people that see our show, uh, that means the more we grow and the more we can offer everyone within this show. So we'd really appreciate it. Uh, sharing the content we put out there will make the show even better than it already is, which I know is hard to believe. Is that possible? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking it is. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it is. I don't know about that. It's hard to do, but I think we can do it. We can pull it off. Taking a picture of your beer, Jeff. I am. I haven't done that yet. I'm a little behind. <laughs> uh, we have a giveaway announcement. We do. Yeah. First of all, uh, I am in studio with the fellas tonight. Yeah. Made the made the journey from Missouri, as Bill called it earlier. Missouri, that is not that is not how you say Missouri, by the way. You Illinois people, uh, uh, I don't think Illinois people. I don't think Illinois people say Missouri. No, no, it's, it's, not. it's Missouri people, people say in Missouri. Missouri that say Missouri. <laughs> yeah, Illinois people say and then it. Some college football announcers, which is really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we do have a uh, giveaway. I guess I'll post my beer here in a minute. Um, so I am in studio, as I said. I'm gonna. In the suites, and this is going to come with the giveaway, the 2020 All-Star Game bag. Let me put it actually on the camera. There you go. There you go. Yeah. For the for the, for the the podcast listeners, you're out of luck, but for YouTube folks, yeah. uh, you can see it. Get a sweet bag there, and you're going to get a program from the uh, actual NHL All-Star Game uh, official game program, and you can see it's it's pretty thick. The retail value on that is about $300? Yeah, is that something like that. Yeah, yeah and... It's, and, and 
the three of us are going to sign it, of course, before we... Uh... <laughs> oh, we so should. We should ruin it for him. <laughs> That'd be great. But, uh, yeah, so we got a, a fair amount of responses. Uh, for those of you that might have missed what, what it was, this is why you should follow us on social media. We just put out, um, you know, jump on social media, let us know how you listen to the show and uh, how long you've been listening. And so I, um, yeah, I, I compiled all those and I have picked a winner. So it, it wasn't out of... I wasn't just like, oh, that guy seems really cool. I'm going to pick him. It was completely random. Um, so sorry, Austin Lynch. You do not get preference. Mm. I know. Kurt was really pulling for me. He's like, dude, just give it to Austin. He's my favorite. And I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. I don't really like him that much. Your hate mail can go right to jpon94 <laughs> on t- at Twitter. <clears throat> Uh, but uh, and, and your complaints for not winning because obviously <laughs> Jeff has claimed ownership of this whole process. That's true. It was it's his true. baby. It was I conceived his idea? this baby That's when right. I was at Fanfare. Yep. And uh, Kurt, are you going to announce anything tonight about yours? Uh, or? Yeah, I mean, go ahead and do yours, and we'll, okay. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll I'll follow up. We'll yeah. wrap. Yeah, sure. We'll wrap. Sure. Uh, so uh, yeah, so our winner tonight. Drum roll, please, right, Kurt? Remember the drum roll? Yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not doing that. Uh, uh, it's I'm, on Christmas, uh, Christmas vacation, the drum roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so the winner tonight comes from Facebook, and that is going to be Mr. John Rolfing. Congratulations, John Rolfing. I don't think he watches the live show. He says he's a mailman, so he listens via Apple Podcast, and he's been listening for a couple of years now. So... Uh, he listens to us while he's out delivering mail, which is pretty cool. That's a that's a nice thing. That's How a nice thing to interesting do. would it be if he was actually one of our mailmen and he just didn't realize it? Hmm. I should, guess that's probably not should possible. Resp- should respond. Well, I mean, it's, it's probably, possible. It's high, he would it's see our impro- name. It's right. highly improbable. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's possible. It's highly unlikely. <laughs> but I totally think you should FedEx it to him. Oh, that's a genius <laughs> idea. Might have to do that. Uh, yeah, so John, um, I guess the best way for you to do this would probably be to message us on Facebook, unless you follow us on Twitter or anything else as well. Um, but go ahead and uh, send us a message on Facebook. You can friend me and message me as well. However you want to do it, uh, just let us know that you heard this, and uh, we will get this sent in the mail to you. So congratulations on your Let's Go Blues Radio signed official game yeah. program <laughs> we're not going to do that i'm just kidding no, no. uh but you will be receiving that in the mail uh shortly so yeah just uh do, send us this whenever you hear this do mailmen deliver their own mail to their own house i guess if they live in the area they deliver in are they allowed to i don't know that's a great question because if he were if you were to mail him his prize and he were to deliver it and see his own name on it that'd be kind of that'd be kind of weird i've never be. thought about that does a mailman deliver mail to his own house I don't know, maybe we should have him on. Why is that weird to me? Everything you everything you wanted to know about a mailman, but didn't get to ask Cliff Clavin. I wonder if that's the. <laughs> I wonder if that's the same question as if a parent's a teacher, can they teach their own kid? Which is a no. So maybe it's the same sure? mailman. I don't think so. Can they? Uh, why? Why couldn't you? I think it would show favoritism. Well, I mean, you could have fam. I think you probably. I don't think you can. That's why I think the whole premise of Girl Meets World, yes, I watched that, was was totally wrong. Do, okay, do, do you have any, I, like... I think it's probably something that's dictated by uh, policy, right? It's it's not a universal thing. Maybe, maybe. And maybe if, a, uh, hopefully... What if what if a school only has one teacher and there's, like, no school for 100 miles away? 
they would have to I mean, drive them a hundred miles away. Little and house go to the, work. Little house on the prairie days, I think begs to differ. I think they would teach their own kids. It's like homeschooling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at school. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Anybody's a I, teacher I out there know. or works in. Hey, well, we got a friend, uh, Amy. Why don't we ask her? It's not even a. I will ask her. She might and, know. I will ask her. If you're listening, my wife's a teacher. If you're I should probably just ask her. Amy, if you're, <laughs> Amy, if you're listening Next right time now, you and, talk to her. <laughs> she she sometimes is. Uh, Whenever I track down my wife, I'll ask her next. Are, are teachers allowed to teach their own kids? She works in a school. That's an excellent mm. question. And Keith Price could chime in too. He could. Yeah, Keith listens. He said, "There he goes. There is no law." He says in the YouTube chat. There it is, right there. There is no law. Against uh, teaching your own kids. Brandon Thomas says, "I had a teacher in fifth grade that taught her daughter." For science, but was not her homeroom teacher. I would imagine they probably try and not place your own kids in maybe. Uh, Quinville didn't room. draft his own son. That's from Winning Unlimited. Yeah, <laughs> thank and, you. And, and the Blues didn't draft uh, Matthew Kachuk either. They oh, did they, not. Or Brady, but they did, weren't in position to. But McKinnis's son isn't on the Blues. I don't think you're, you're getting a soft track here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, so I, uh, uh, while we're talking about giveaways, uh, I do have something from the All Star. Uh, game All Star Fan Fest as well. It is. I'm not going to take it out of the package here because I want to. I want to mail it in this package. I have one up on the wall, which actually I don't. Where is it? Uh, it is. Oh, I see it. Oh, I no, think. there it is. Nope, I don't see it. I like it's back here. Okay. It's. Can you see it? Uh, kind of half of it. It's, yeah. it's. It's my finger. It's right there. It's hanging <laughs> on the uh, arena seat back. Uh, well, it's a rally towel. It's a rally towel. A uh, jersey shaped rally towel which has the All Star Game logo on it. Sponsored by Geico. Uh, they gave away the fanfare. And I have an extra one here, and then we're going to give it away. We'll uh, announce what the contest is going to be uh, on the social medias uh, this coming week. So stay tuned for that. It's pretty cool. It's kind of big. And yeah, there can- was uh, I mean, we'll talk about it in a bit, but, man, there was a lot of swag you could take from the fanfare. There was uh, so, a lot of free stuff, um, some free stuff, a lot yeah. of a lot of stuff for sale. The program was not free, just so you know, John. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I talked, I vented about this on social media, the uh, on Twitter, the the pucks they were selling, yeah, official game pucks, which you know they sell for what? Uh, Blues official game pucks so, at Scott Trade is like ten, twelve bucks, yeah, yeah. twelve, I think. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure it's twelve. Yeah, and they're not like not like game used pucks, not those kinds of game pucks, but the, the official, the kind they use in a game, just not they're not game pucks. Right, forty dollars with the All Star logo on them. Well, forty fucking dollars. Yeah. Sorry, Keith and your kids. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's twenty eight dollars for the tin. <sighs> no, well, here's the thing. For the it did. It came in a metal uh, puck shaped tin, but you also know, used for chewing tobacco. But you're not going to use the tin because you want to display the puck if you got the puck, but. Uh, I I came home and I bought one on on eBay, uh, sixteen dollars, and it came in a plastic uh, uh, display case. Huh? I'm like, yeah, I I don't know where they get off. And I don't think jerseys were marked up. Jerseys were about one hundred seventy, so that's yeah. not bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. not out of the not out of the craziness that fucking puck. Yeah, it's yeah. a piece of rubber. It's well, forty bucks. If you're watching the show, you can see I'm wearing an All Star Game hat. This was. I want to say 28, which wasn't awful. I mean, fitted hats I nowadays. Say, uh, I saw a bunch of hats for 40, so that was actually a pretty good buy. I couldn't yeah. be wrong then. I thought it was only like 28. I, <clears throat> I think some of the adjustable ones were higher, which was surprising because mm. adjustables usually are cheaper. Yeah. But yeah. I wear fitted, so I was happy with that. 
the one thing I was looking for uh, at the fanfare uh, memorabilia shop was uh, Tuke. Oh, they had none? completely sold out by Saturday. Oh, oh wow. And you go online, can't find them anywhere. Sold out on NHL.com, sold out at Dick's. Yeah. Bunch of dicks at Dick. Mm-hmm. Um, dicks. Bunch of dicks at Dick's. I'm going to turn this microphone here so I can face you guys a little bit better. Oh, hey. Hey, hey. There's Just, that face. Well, I got the I got the monitors here. I got to keep track of stuff, and so I want to kind of halfway face you guys. Actually, no, I'm not. Well, that, you look great tonight. Up. You do. And I enjoy no, looking you at do. You. Oh, thank I you. I don't look good. I wish I could look at myself. I can't. I need I, to shave. I can't on the screen. Well, you do need to shave. I'm pretty. I'm getting and let pretty me tell you. Right? Let me tell you the 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 promo uh, graphic that I made with the uh, photoshopping. Uh, there the is a Roman audio. Pollock look. For yeah, sure. Well, I'm just yeah. saying there is a Roman I was Pollock look. I see the Yeah, Gudis. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're essentially the same guy. Yeah, they are. But uh, 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 photoshopping the background out with the beard. That was it. Took some extra effort, you know. Oh, just yeah. yeah. So, but uh, I didn't want to look too much like Magnus Peari. That's right, the reason I. Uh, right. Well. So when I'm with a beard, I guess I'm Roman Pollock. <laughs> Without the beard, I'm I'm Magnus Payarvi. Uh, yeah. So. When I was a younger man, and Jamal Mayers was on the Blues, I was always told by the ladies I hung out with that I looked just like Jamal Mayers. And I'm like, that I know the story right. is bold because you said you hung out with ladies. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> Guys dressed as ladies. <laughs> Special clubs on the east side. Mm-hmm. That's yep. where you were. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Rubies? I don't know. I'm just coming up with something. I I'm not sound a... like a. What was that? You would know. The toolbox. Know. How about that? The toolbox. That sounds like a. The like toolbox. I'm bar, sure that's right? one in every big the city. Toolbox. The toolbox. Yeah. yeah. What's the one? Uh, what's the one? There used uh, to be one in uh, in St. Louis, Broadway in St. Louis. I you can't expect us one. to really answer I don't that know. question? I, I'm just even I'm, if we know the answer. What was oh, I'm thinking of the bar. No, I'm thinking just. I've been to a gay bar. Have you guys been to a gay bar? Oh yeah, I got kicked out of. I was kicked out. I got asked to leave at Gay Bar. Smooching too many guys? A little too handsy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, uh, no, we were there, and uh, I, I, it was, somebody came up to us, and uh, Amy and I, and, we, and they go, uh, yeah, we don't appreciate your kind here. Really? Yeah, this is our, this is our place. Wow. And I'm like, you, I'm like, wow. I mean, that, that was nuts to me. Like, that goes against everything, uh, Certain movements are are moving towards right. you know In, it, you're like the inclusivity. Right? You're, wow. Yeah, you are very you are very anti inclusive. I would There's say that's that. exclusive or Wait. or reclusive. Yeah, <laughs> exclusive. Reclusive. Very, very exclusive. When really the the mindset should be inclusivity in a place like that, and it's just not. It was well for that guy wasn't okay. That was interesting. But anyway, so I know this is a hockey podcast, but I uh, I do have a fun <laughs> gay bar story I do want to tell. Uh, the, so the first time I ever went to one, um, I had a couple gay friends and they were like, Hey, let's, uh, let's go to this bar off Broadway. I can't remember the name of it. Damn it. For the off life Broadway. of me. Off Broadway. Yeah. It was, um, it was right next to the Jimmy John's down there. But I, if anyone remembers, Steve's please, hot dogs, Steve's hot do- that's closing. Unfortunately. I know, I know, I know. Um, Sad. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, um, Steve's hot dogs. that's a good name for a gay bar toolbox. Keith Price <laughs> says, yeah, I said that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, so we uh, we went down there, and it, we had been pre-gaming, obviously, in the car. We lived in St. Charles, so it's you know fairly long drive. And uh, by the time we got there, I had to use the restroom. So I, we walk in, and uh, they motioned me, yeah, man, the, the bathroom's over there. So I go to the bathroom, walk out, and all my friends are gone. I'm looking around, and I'm like, oh, my God. And it just, the the, the instant thought in my head was, 
they left me here. They brought me to a gay bar. They left me here. <laughs> this is a prank. This is, oh, my uh, God. And I'm just standing there. And the bartender finally looks over at me and goes, hey, man, come over here. And I was like, uh, okay. And I walk over, and he goes, you're straight, right? And I go, uh, yeah. And he goes, yeah, you're, uh, you're afraid your friends left you here, huh? <laughs> and I said, yes. And he goes, yeah, it's a pretty big bar. They walk that way, man. You're good. And I'm like, thank you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we... I can usually tell when there's a lost, scared, straight guy. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, that was me. That's, okay. <laughs> Very right. nice man. He, he definitely helped me out because I was definitely standing there, probably looked white as a ghost. <laughs> uh, so fanfare, what did you guys think? We, we all went, right? We all went to fanfare. Pretty big fight going on here in yeah. this game. Yeah. Two guys you don't expect to, Hopkins to be popped. That was a good fight. Hopkins got popped. Yeah. Didn't he at the end there? Mm. I'm loving this. God, so, I hope these teams play in the playoffs. That was, that was a nice little Donnie Brook. Mm-hmm. Uh, fanfare, we all went. What would you guys think? I loved what they did to Union Station. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> it, it, it's, it looked like a place that right. was designed uh, for designed that. for. Yeah, it really was. It was yeah. uh, the, the nice little uh, uh, nooks and crannies and things for all the like little like, like a bar, like the Bud Light bar that we had the that shootout contest, yeah, the, the sauce toss. Um, that was a cool area for that. All kinds of sections like those under the arches. Pretty cool. I liked it. The yeah. uh, the the one where the was that Enterprise or I don't remember who it was. Somebody had something set up for it was. Um, uh, trivia, and then you took a shot. Uh, Mass on the, Mutual. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Mass Mutual. Did you guys do that? Uh, Which one was yes. it? Which one? It was Mass Mutuals in the. Fo- it was right. Oh, next was, to it the, the was it the 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 like the bowling alley? Yeah, I didn't do. That. I saw it. I didn't get in line for See, that. See, we no. we did that, and uh, I faced my wife in the what, trivia, kicked her ass. What was the what I was like? What was the? Did you really? I did. Well, it was math questions, right? So it wasn't. What, it was hockey, but it was it was basically word problems. Oh. But it was math questions. What was the object of the game of that? Uh, you're shooting on so you you do the trivia and then the winner of the trivia goes and takes a shot so you win the face off and you get the shot yeah okay and so uh i won i it was three questions i got them all and um my uh my wife was like you better win this so they give me the stick and it's you know tiny i'm Mm. like oh man i hate the tiny stick and it goes oh i got a i got a longer bigger one over here and it was it was the same stick i use it was perfect i'm like this is great and there were roller hockey pucks so I'm like, oh, I got and, this. And I, I asked my wife, I go, so where do you want me to shoot this? And she goes, I don't know. Uh, top corner, go five hole. And she's like, I don't think you can hit five hole. And it was a pretty small five yeah. hole. It was pretty tiny. I nailed it. I hit it hard, too. And my wife, she goes, that's the best shot I've ever seen you take. <laughs> and I'm like, that might be the best shot I've ever taken. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to convince Julie to go top shelf. Nice. But yeah, she's like, I can't get the can't get the puck up there yeah <laughs> just uh, let me shoot for you i um it, uh what did you say you got on the uh the sauce toss uh three three that's what i got yeah. and i hit the I post do that hit the post on i got my first two in because uh, the sauce toss was a deal where did you know what the the promo yeah, was for it? i saw it yeah. you win two tickets to mm-hmm. the all-star game yeah you, know, you get five in a row on the sauce toss it was like 20 feet apart mm-hmm. you're shooting 20 feet away which is not that far um and if you got five in a row in the in the sauce toss, you won two free tickets to the All Star game. So I'm like, I know I can do this. I just don't know if I can do it on my first five tries. When, right. Because you get five chances, that's it. If I had five minutes, I get five real easy. Yeah. But uh, so my first two went in after I waited in line for like half an hour. First two went in, 
I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm, I, there's no problem. And the third one, hit the post. I'm like, See you and you know what I did? The, I don't know why I did this. Why do I do this to myself? The first two, get the puck, go, you know, little stick handle, then shoot. Mm-hmm. Little stick handle, then shoot. Third one, didn't stick handle. I just shot it, and I hit the post. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> Muscle memory, repetition, don't change a damn thing. Yep. Yep. And I just decided, I got cocky. I should, I should, I'll shoot it. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then the the, the next one, uh, Gray, is the other post, and the, the last one went in. Yeah, I did I did the exact same thing. <sighs> My first one, it was it just went straight dead center of that net. Off, you yeah, know, just perfectly three inches off the ground, dead center of that net. Next one did the exact same thing. A little stick handle shot. It. I mean, it was. I think that one kind of grazed a post and went in. And then the third one, I I missed hard left because I didn't stick handle. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why. Always stick handle. I know. I know that. I, I know that. But I'm like. And then, and I was, and I was coming off a pretty. You cocky. don't stick handle. You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> I was coming off a pretty cocky performance in the, uh, what was it? The uh, Hawks the, and the Sharks. The, the face off. Uh, the face off where you face yeah, off fury. It, it was basically yeah face off fury yes, and I got forty in the in the face off fury inside the little rink, uh, shooting the puck against the the light up spots on the boards when they let up and they they, they light up change spots, and you have to hit them before they disappear. <clears throat> and I got forty. You know, a lot of time, and a guy watching goes, "That's the highest one I've seen today." Nice. And I was like, "Okay, cool." So I'm all cocky, you know, coming off that. I'm wow, go sauce house. I won two tickets now, and uh, that didn't happen. But uh, no, it was a good time. I, I did not do the the, the toss because it was the line was ridiculous. It was pretty long. It was like six forty, and I got a little Actually, story that I want to tell. Well, well we'll it wasn't that minute, it wasn't that long of line, but the thing is, is that each person it took a couple minutes. Right, see, no, the line was really long fun. when yeah. I went. I yeah. mean, it was the yeah. the line was almost to the entrance. Oh, see, and I was like, no, I'm not. Actually, we're not waiting in that. When I got in line, there's probably like 25 people in line. That was, yeah. that was, that was it. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but it took. It each takes part, a while. I mean, it each took person. like 40 minutes, you know, yeah. just yeah. to. So. so yeah, we we just said nope. We, did you guys do the one in the middle, the the car one? I think it was Chevy, uh, where you just had to like kind of pass the puck into each square. Did you do that one? No, no. That was the easiest damn thing I've ever done in my life. I, <laughs> I was like, because it's literally, it's just a board, like a shooting board, and you had a square about this big, um, you know, probably two feet most at most, I would think, and there's three of them, and you just gotta basically sauce it to each one, just hit three of them, and I'm like, holy shit, okay, and I'm watching people do it, and I'm amazed it's the people not being able to hit it. I'm like. This is nothing, and there was like little kids that were just dominating their parents. And I guess I guess it's just a hockey thing. You play, you could probably figure it out pretty easily. Because yeah, my wife got up and she blew it. And I'm like, good lord, this is the easiest thing ever. And she goes, well, let me see you do it. And I, yeah, three shots each square. I want a pair of sunglasses. It, <laughs> it was the easiest thing ever. But I'm like, well, I guess maybe if you don't play, it's not easy. I don't know. Austin Lynch said, uh, "I'm pissed. I didn't get a picture with Gritty. I am too because oh, because I ran in the 5K in the morning. So we had on Saturday. So we ran. We had tickets for uh, Fan Fest at 10 a.m. The 5K was at 9 a.m. So I figured that's perfect. Uh, ran the ran the 5K with my daughter and uh, and Amy, and we we finished. I don't know. It was like I don't know 9:35 or something. We were hanging out 9:40, hanging out. Uh, got our free sugar fire and banana and all that stuff. And then we decided to go into fanfare about 10 o'clock." And there was not a line to get in. It was fantastic. Um, uh, Mr. Blues Hat posted uh, on Friday. Right. The there line. was a line was down the sidewalk outside mm-hmm. the building. And I was like, oh, my God. 
Um, but it was nothing like that at all on Saturday when we got there. But it got more crowded, obviously, as the day went on. Um, and there was Gritty was outside uh, Union Station uh, after the 5K. And I'm like, oh, I'll get in line for Gritty. There was like four or five people in line. <laughs> okay. But apparently it was not a set thing. He was just walking through the crowd. Ah, and, yeah. and so And he had to go. Uh, do something with the other mascots. He had to so, go punch a kid. Ah, I was like, I wanted to, yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, that was uh, disappointing. That's a shame. I, f- I feel your pain there, Austin. That's that is one mascot. I mean, I've gotten one with Louie. I've gotten one with Fred Bird, but that is one mascot that I definitely want a picture with. Yeah, I mean, he's the, the alpha mascot. At this yeah, he point. is. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. In in just a year. So that's yep. interesting. Um, uh, and uh, it, uh, it was Honda, apparently. That's yeah. what Austin's okay. telling me here. Yeah, official uh, sponsor, Adam, official vehicle of the NHL. That's right. I still th- wasn't it Chevy a couple years ago. Now it's Honda. It's been Honda for a few years. Ah, whatever. Uh, Adam Gold, winning Unlimited, said uh, Kurt's tearjerker story about I guess they're hitting the post. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, tearjerker story is the first episode of the new Mighty Ducks Disney Plus, and Coach Bombay helps Kurt recover. That's. That could be a fun one. I could, I could, I could get into that. Maybe Joshua Jackson could could help you out as well. Could do the wrist test with the stick, with the okay. Adam Banks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do that. Yeah, or just say you know smack me in the back of the head, stick handle first, yep. and shoot. Backhand, forehand, shoot. Backhand, forehand. So shoot. we we spent a shit ton of money mm-hmm. uh, at the fanfare, but again, got this hat. My wife got a Bennington All Star shirt. Got my kid a couple yeah. things. Um, spent a lot of money, but I will say that. The, did you guys go into the tops area where they had like the figurines and the 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 cards like the hockey cards? Yeah, they had some great deals going over there. Yeah, I got a gritty figurine, one of those really nice like McFarland looking ones. Oh, you mean inside the? Was that inside the Bud Light area? Because they had a bunch of stuff it there. Was, no, it was down. It was. Um, it was right next the to the, the truly truly hard yeah, stuff. Yeah, the truly uh, and the and the Mass Mutual. Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. we didn't. No, we didn't see everything there. Oh we did, man, we, and we were there for. Th- Three and a half hours. Wow. And well, we were in line for stuff. It was busier on Saturday. We were in line for stuff. So See, it wasn't that busy Friday night, to be honest. I mean, it was. I mean, it was crazy. But by the time we got there, and by the time the the skills competition was getting ready to start, people were filtering out. Hardest shot? Did you guys do hardest shot? I did not do hardest shot. Did, didn't I didn't even have see the opportunity it. to. Oh, it wasn't it, was, it wasn't going? No, it was. It was too the long. Line was so ah, long, so I didn't even see it. See, well, it was in the middle. Right when it first came in, pretty much, hmm. um, and it it was right next to the er. Right next to the uh, locker room photo scene where you get a picture taken with the lockers and the, yeah, but so and I and this is another sob story for Adam Gold. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna sound like a whiner here, but uh, you know I'm watching people shoot and it's amazing to me. I, I'm in line for a while and I and and my daughter and I and Amy are all gonna shoot, <clears throat> and I and I'm, it's amazing to me how many people just can't shoot a puck. <laughs> I mean I mean it's all we're all there for fun, but it's like I'm just watching them. I'm like. This they've never played hockey and they're just they, but okay so I'm thinking and I see some people hit like you know 40s low 50s I'm like oh I'm gonna I if I'm not in the 60s I'll be disappointed and so I I go up there get my stick and uh, I I most people go into the mat and they just kind of just swing and hit so I, I step into one you know I take a couple steps and and uh, the the stick is like it's broke or something it's it's it, or really whippy or something the, the blade just I'll gave blame the stick yeah the it just gave on me <laughs> and the puck fluttered and I'm like what the hell so okay shot number two I tried to compensate for it same thing it didn't work so, wow. 55 um, I was like well shit oh it's something. Yeah, but I was like, yeah. At least it registered. I feel like you I imagine could, if it didn't even register. <laughs> I just feel like I could have done a lot better. Even though I've, a slap shot's never been my game. I'm more of a passer and a wrist shot guy, but I knew I could shoot 
a good 15 miles an hour faster than that. Probably. Anyway, yeah. either way. I've seen you play. You can shoot harder than that. Uh, you know, I, I don't, not, I mean. You got that Joe Sackick wrist shot. Yeah, it's. I was really <laughs> right. looking yeah, right. forward to to being able to do that. It's been several years since I've I've had a shot clock. I think I told you to pick the longer stick, right? Because I, yeah. I they I gave a for some reason they gave me the shorter stick, and uh, so I'll, I'll use the shorter stick, whatever. And but they had a longer one. If I had used the stick that they had for sauce toss, those are nice sticks. Yeah, yeah, they were. And yeah, uh, I, I would have that would have been. A and even the Mass Mutual, those were those yeah. were good sticks. Yeah, the 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 grippy one pieces. Yeah, yeah those are. Those are great, but yeah, I, uh, I, I'm gonna be the complainer uh, about this whole thing. So go ahead. Like, so I've got a complaint too, but I want to hear yours Austin, first. Well, Austin Lynch, real quick, said he did a hardest shot and got 62 miles per hour. So good oh, job, yeah, he Austin. Did, well, he said with a, a hardest shot, got a 62 with a wrist shot, yeah, and then took nice. a clapper and got a 53. See, I, I should have done a wrist. I should try wrist shot. Just do a wrist yeah. shot. I should have. Why not? Well, into one. Well, you only get two shots. If I had like five or six, I might have taken one. Do a slap shot and then a wrist shot. Yeah, I should have taken a wrist shot after that mm-hmm. first slap shot was uh, not going to happen. My buddy's got a radar gun. He always tells me we should get everyone together and just do like a skill. Is he going to be at the National Ninety Four tournament that you're in? Oh, he'll be there. Oh, yeah. bring it. Yeah, bring it. And you could just do it in my yard. I hope you don't care. Yeah, I was going to I, I, I got a shooting care. board. You got a garage door? Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I oh, hope you don't that care garage about your going garage up door. We're doing that. I broke my dad's garage door too many times. I got yelled at too many times to do it again. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I feel like the ghost of my dad would just appear and say, got another damn door, Jeffrey. Hey, Bill. <laughs> Keith said he clocked Bill's slap shot at 17 stitches. <laughs> he uh, caught sound, my brother in the chin with a puck. I was going to say, that's surprising. Puck. Ice hockey puck. Uh, Go ahead and yeah. complain. It was, it was deflected. That, that shot was deflected. It was deflected and then hit him in the chin? Yes. Okay. I know it, it scored. Yeah, it, <laughs> it went in. Oh, you it, pulled the uh, kachuk, huh? Yeah, it went off his face and in the net. Yeah, yeah, pretty it much. Was, it was pretty ugly. It was disgusting. <clears throat> it was his 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 chin uh, starred. It like split three ways. Ooh. Yeah, it was just bad. Yeah, I mean, I had a teammate he, have a. If he went like this, he could have talked with his chin. Oh, <laughs> I have a, I have a teammate who uh, actually former co-host of the show, Justin Wilson. He uh, one time took a shot to the face uh. and. Uh, his tooth was through his lip. Oh my god! He walks. See, he skates up to the bench and he goes, "Guys, is my lip like broken or something?" And we're like, "Dude, your fucking tooth is going through your lip." And he goes, "Oh, cool." I, I told uh, Keith said a ruined Thanksgiving. Yeah, I had a I have a ruined Thanksgiving story too. But he, uh, uh, I told Keith I, right away. I'm like, "You're lucky because if that's an inch higher, you've, you've lost, lost te- your teeth. you've lost yeah. your front four teeth. Easy." Jesus. Because yeah. it, that it was right here, and if it's like an inch and a half higher, it's he's got teeth missing. And then he was super lucky because the doctor on call that night was the Blues plastic surgeon. It was the Blues plastic surgeon, but he and his on call meant he'll be there in like six hours. Yeah. He, he was sleeping. It was the plastic surgeon that works on the wives and does the breast implants. <laughs> <laughs> Keith did have a nice set after that. I had I had a, I have a ruined Thanksgiving story, and it's a hockey story. I got I got uh, decked. Uh, blindside uh, sucker punch in a game, and uh, uh-huh. I got I went down. And I and it was the day before Thanksgiving, and yeah. the next day, I was I had to go get stitches, and my eye was swollen shut, and I had ice on it, and I was like on the couch all day, and because uh, it was I couldn't see, and uh, yeah, we did we stayed home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I <laughs> but, missed that game. Every game that yeah. wound up in the courtroom, I missed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, see, you're the calming factor, actually, mm-hmm. unbeknownst right. to many, <laughs> right? The the guy that yells and screams and you know ruins things for people <laughs> keeps it from going to the courtroom. I don't know how that works, 
But so my complaint about fanfare. Okay. So they. I have a few complaints too. They're selling tickets. I want to go last because spe- mine's leaving fanfare. Yeah. What? Right. Well, we kind of had an issue with that, but they they sell tickets for specific entry times. Mm-hmm. So and you're led to believe you have a set time in the building. The first person I see when I get there is Kurt Price, <laughs> who had a 10 o'clock entry time. We had a 1 o'clock entry time. Yep. Kurt has a 10 o'clock entry time, and he's like, yeah, I've been here since 10. And like, we were kind of they leaving. kicking we you were, out we were, on, we were on our way out. We, yeah. were getting, we were working our way to the front to leave. But, so, But you weren't made to leave. No, no. And, and that's the How thing. How are they going to do that? Right. Yeah, they that's can't the do that. You Why? can't dictate that. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they put like a shock collar on you, it, and at a certain time it starts going it, off. I guess they it's figure just, most people are going to stay there more than a couple hours. Which yeah. I, uh, no, but they, man, it got I, more crowded as the day went on. Oh, I'll absolutely. tell you that people and, didn't and leave. Saturday, Saturday obviously is going to be the worst day mm-hmm. because everybody's off work, and yep. you know we're we're those people that are just too busy to take time off to go Thursday or Friday. But you know, it just to me the the whole idea, the whole way they sold it was just disingenuous. Yeah, they're just yeah. trying not to have lines to get in. It's the illusion all, right. of organization. Yeah. It's like right. it's like TSA at the airport. It's the illusion of security. Mm-hmm. It's not security, right? <laughs> no, I, I see that. We see with uh, Thursday and Friday, it was just general admission, come whenever you want. Like I said, when we got there, oh my god! I mean, my wife's fairly claustrophobic and i i can be i mean we it was probably as bad as you guys were talking when you first walked in we literally just made a beeline for the trophies because that's where it kind of opened up a little bit um but uh but once like i said for us we went friday about six thirty, people started filtering out people who had tickets to the skills competition so about mm. six thirty on i mean we were only there until about seven we left like right when it would have started and but it was great. I mean, we could go anywhere we wanted. The only thing that sucked was we couldn't get a picture with the cup. Yeah. So, which but I, you, well, I got, the, you've got your picture with the I've cup. I've got my picture yeah. with the cup. But the problem is my wife has yeah. never seen it. Right. So she was and, like, can we even just get close to where I can see it? And one of the guards was like, nah, sorry, I can't let you uh, do that. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. That that was the same thing. Like, People, I, you know, my company was a sponsor of, of the Blues. So we got a morning with the cup at work. I got my picture. Yeah. It was awesome. Julie's not seen it. So it would have been great to be able to see that. I keep telling my wife I'm just going to take her to the Hall of Fame one day. Yeah, well, that's uh, and, I, and you know it's funny. People were waiting in line, uh, saying uh, uh, waiting. They said in line they're waiting in line uh, to see the cup f- upwards of five and a half hours. Right. That's crazy. You can fly to you Toronto. can fly to Toronto, see the cup, spend a half an hour with it, and then fly back. Yep. Because at Fanfare you waited five and a half hours to literally spend. Six seconds with a cup. Yep. yep. You stand next to it, picture, kiss it. Well, even leave. so, I I attended an event similar to what Bill did um, when it came to to his job. It was with my father in law, who um, represented. He's a lawyer, represented the company that that did it, and um, you know, it was it was you know nice. You know, the the line wasn't long, but it was still like once you got to the cup, you had maybe five seconds. Snap your picture, touch it move on let's move on to that which i mean it's great it's a great plan because you can get more people in and out that way and you know the cup's on a pretty tight schedule so it's fine but yeah i mean again we've all been to the hockey hall of fame you can literally go in that room yeah, and stay spend there. all day with you can it. stay there for hours yeah mm-hmm. which and i did the yeah, first time i went when i went there i was probably in the trophy room for i don't know maybe half an hour i, yeah. I just yeah and and it was great i'm not sure if it's always like this 
but it was there was like two or three people in there. Right. Uh, yeah. It was not busy at all. Yeah. No. The the couple times we got there, it was the same way. I yeah. mean, we would go in September, so it's you know off hockey season. Um, but yeah, it it there there and is no crowd. I there. went when McKinnis was inducted, and it was pretty busy then. Yeah. But, I mean, still, but, it was the line for the cup was still only like 25 you know what, people long. You know what's great about going to the Hockey Hall of Fame and going to the trophy room? You get to see the original cup. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, because the original, vault, the vault with the yeah. original cup. Because awesome. the original, I mean, for those of you who don't know, the original bowl up top is is not, it doesn't travel. It, it stays in the Hockey Hall of Fame. The original bowl up top, because the original is so fragile, it would, it would break. So the the bowl on top is a is a you know replica. Yeah. And so that you can see the original bowl. Which was the original trophy. Yeah. It was just a small little bowl. And before uh, it started rings to it. So we're getting a question here from Jimmy Anderson. Are you allowed to touch the cup in Toronto? Yes. How much interaction? So basically any rules that you have with seeing the cup here, yeah. it's the same in Toronto. You it's can't just pick it up. You get more time with it. You can't pick it up, but you, you can touch you, it. You can touch it, you can, you can kiss, kiss it, it. Yeah. you can make sweet love to it. It, it may even be bolted down <laughs> at the Hockey Hall of Fame. It might be. Uh, I don't know, but I didn't try to pick it up. But uh, I, I touched it, kissed it at the, I mean. The first time I went, the first time I ever saw it was in June of 03. And I uh, went with my dad. And, I mean, we went in there, and there was a guard standing there. And I was, like, looking around, and I'm like, where's the line? And he literally, he yeah. looks at me, he goes, no line, son, go on up. Yeah. And we, we go up, my dad and I took a picture with it, and then the guy goes, you guys want another one? You guys want one together? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I can literally do whatever I want with it's this It's so thing. funny. Like like I said, you could literally fly to Toronto, spend a half an hour with the cup, and then fly back, assuming there's no delays at the airport, and you could get the flights you know, to match up and line up, but you, be, and be back before the, <laughs> you got through the line yep. at Fanfare. Um. So that yeah. that would be a great YouTube video, like two people standing in That'd line be to hilarious. see the cup, and then one guy's just like, "You know, what? I'll be right back." Comes back five <laughs> hours later. Hey, I already saw the cup. I'm good. Where's he at, Toronto? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Snaps the selfie, you have to, sends it to the guy in line. You have to take your passport with you to to fanfare. <laughs> You've got to go have, through customs some, and everything. Right. So there's the delays well, there, but still. well, actually, I I will. Throw a little cold water on this play. We when we went up to Montreal a couple of years ago, we threw, flew through Toronto, and the if you fly Air Canada, you go into the very last terminal in the international coming mm-hmm. out of St. Louis to Toronto, and it is a two and a half mile walk through customs to the Canadian side. It's Whew. it's insane. So you're yeah. basically walking to Canada. That's it what felt I like when, when it I went to like Toronto, it. we drove. We drove uh, across the border. We drove yeah. once. We well, we drove. We were in Buffalo, and we drove. The other two we, times, I we, flew into Toronto. We stayed yeah. in Niagara, uh, right across the border. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, Niagara is a city, by the way. Yes, I tell that to people, and they're like, "You mean Niagara Falls?" I'm like, "No, the city of Niagara." Right. And and <laughs> yeah. we stayed in a hotel there, and there was there's a casino right across the river, and it, and uh, our hotel was right, there, and you could uh, like I don't know how many stories up it was, and we could just see the falls at night, and they're all lit up in oh, colors. Beautiful. Oh, it was, it was yeah. amazing. If the you Canadian haven't been to Niagara Falls, is better than the U.S. side. Niagara, oh God, yeah. For Niagara, those who say the U.S. side has never been to the Canadian side, yeah, and Niagara Falls is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, From the Canadian side, Horseshoe Falls. I will say, yes. right. I will say, folks, um, if you have not been to Toronto, seriously, if you're a hockey fan, make the trip. Just right. go ahead and start planning now. 
I mean, get your passport, drive, go it's, up there. It's not that far. It's like a eleven-hour drive, drive twelve-hour drive, drive, something, something like, that. like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. We used to. And Julie's from London, Ontario. It's uh, like halfway between Detroit and Toronto, so it's like ten and a half, eleven-hour drive from here. And we we did it five years in a row. Um, we first, you know, first five years of our uh, togetherness. Courtship. <laughs> yes, and uh, and yeah, it's the the drive's not that bad, um, and yeah, it, it it really it especially now. I don't know if you saw what Phil Pritchard posted today, um, but all the blues centric stuff that they have around the cup. Like today, they put in um, stuff from the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department, the badge with the cup on it. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So that's that's in the installation. Cool. cool. So totally worth seeing it. And uh, there's a actually a, a fairly decent chance uh, my family does these uh, family getaways to different places in honor of people's milestone birthdays and it, toronto was floated as an idea for somebody this year so i'm i'm pushing for that hard that, mm. that would be awesome uh what's your complaint about fanfare um i th- i think it was <sighs> i didn't like that i what you got another beer in there yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab one. go ahead uh, I didn't. I mean, it was. I had a great time there. Um, I think. I think my main complaint was. Well, I'll just echo what was said earlier about the 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 times, that uh, the the illusion that you're in there for a couple hours. You know, it, it, that was kind of pointless. Um, it actually was. I guess was better if you get the earliest ticket you can go, because then the there's there's just that those number of people going for that session as opposed to going at like in the afternoon or evening, then you've got like compounded, you know, it's like double, triple the amount of people in there. Yeah. That's so cool. yeah, that's fine. All right. Have at it. Um, Dwarf beer, Dunkel from urban chestnut. Good stuff. Yeah. I don't so, think they make that anymore. So there you go. You're uh, you're living it up. You got more complaints? Anybody? Um, I, I mean, the pricing for some of the stuff in the uh, the shops was just insane. We've covered the puck. So yeah. I, I mentioned so that, the, yeah. the tops area, which is why I, it, I was impressed with the prices. I, I forgot to mention that. So I went in and I saw the – well, I was looking at a Henrik Lundqvist one. And, and the goalie ones were cool because it actually has the net and the crease with them too. And so I was looking at it, and I hear my wife go, oh, my God, they have gritty. I looked at her, I go, what? She points, and, yeah, they've got a gritty figurine. I was like – I don't care how much that is, I'll take it. And there's a guy there's a guy standing there and he goes, Yeah, I wouldn't be saying that. I mean, you know, I can get you a good deal on it, but he's like, I don't know if you want to spend a hundred bucks on it. I'm like, if you're telling me it's a hundred bucks, I will take it. Ooh. Like I I was like, I need that in my life. So he's like, Well, luckily he's like, it's uh it's twenty, but uh if you spend ten more, it's thirty and you get a free uh or if you if you get one more, it's it makes it thirty. So two for thirty. And plus, we'll throw in a free Braden Shen uh, figuring as well. Hmm. And I'm like, holy shit. So 30 bucks, I get three of them. So they're all 10 bucks, basically. I'm like, sounds good to me. So I got the Lundquist one I was looking at. I got Gritty, and I got a Braden Shen. So I, I'm not big into those figurines anymore. Like, yeah, I got a couple of the Pronger and McInneses from back in the day. But like, you mean like 30 the, bucks? Like the starting lineup thing up there, the uh, uh, McFarland? Yeah, just yeah. like the McInnes. Exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. And the uh, Ray Bork up here? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I, I was like, for thirty bucks for three of those, that's pretty awesome. So I, that's what I went with, and it yeah. was, it's worth it. 
by the Good time pricing. Uh, by the time we got in there, all of the goalies were gone. Because that's I love this. Those I have, are the cool. I have ones. I have a Patrick Waugh. This is before the uh, they had actual NHL uh, licensing, so it's NHLPA licensed Patrick Waugh and Curtis Joseph for the Maple Leafs or Maple Leafs colors, but NHLPA logo on the jersey. Right, right. That's the way yeah. work is just to get the PA logo. And uh, but I my favorite one that I got was the um, Jason Smith versus Jose Theodore from Ooh, the Heritage Classic nice. with Theodore wearing the the, the Duke. Duke. Yeah, that was Duke. Great. absolutely love that. So I and I even I even have a Jocelyn Tebow Blackhawks one. You like? Just, you, are you a Lundquist fan? Yeah. You want it? I got my gritty. That's all I cared about. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. yeah. I'll give I, it to you. Yeah, that's awesome. That's what that's, I. That's what friends do. Well, I appreciate. <laughs> that's what I appreciate about you. Okay, Dan. Dan, okay. Okay, Dan. But but yeah. Dan, okay. So, so they didn't have uh, any goaltenders. I I did notice that they did have quite a few braided sheds. Yeah, I mean they they the guy told me he goes literally like half our truck was braided shed. Yeah. <laughs> there was another place, another uh, vendor in that section. Um, S. Preston uh, prints. They were the min- the minimalist prints. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I saw them. We that picked was up a great spot. Yeah, we have we picked up a couple of those because we have we have uh, like our basement is nothing but concert poster prints, and so we have we love that kind of design anyway. Um, we got the uh, Stanley Cup Blues one with the uh, disco ball. Yeah, that's the a good Gloria. one. It was, it was awesome. And then the um, the blues, the the trumpet part of the blues logo, where the the second um, oh, I forget what you call it the the trumpet uh, the, the trumpet valve. logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second valve is the Stanley Cup. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's awesome. Can't I, there was one of uh, I think was it Louis where he was kind of peering up from the bottom. Yeah. My wife yeah. really wanted that one for her classroom. We almost got it. Yeah. No, those those are cool. I really like those too. Um, So, all right. So my complaint, ready for my complaint? Sure. So my complaint is not about fanfare. My complaint is about when we left fanfare. So here's our plan. The wife and I have been planning on going to something, just the two of us, have some fun. And we said, you know what? After the uh, fanfare, why don't we go down to Ballpark Village and watch the skills competition? You know what I'm going to say? You're pointing at me. Well, I was gonna I was gonna go down there before I got tickets to a fanfare mm. because they had some free stuff at on uh, Friday. No, on Saturday. On Saturday, yeah, okay. Because they had they had a they had a uh, 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 was a sauce toss competition, I think. There they had something um, going on Saturday. I'm not, I don't remember. Yeah, and uh, he had to sign up with sauce toss, and uh, uh, Angela Sharp was down there doing some stuff, and uh, uh, and you could watch the skills competition in in uh, or not. I'm sorry, the uh, All Star game. Mm. at the ballpark village so that was I, I thought about that but then i got tickets to fanfare so that was that nixed that plan so uh the wife and i that was the plan we well we said originally we'll we'll go to fanfare we'll we'll find some place to go and she goes what about ballpark village i'm like oh great yeah that's great we, we haven't been there since the the Stanley cup final and why not let's go down there i think we went for game one whatever it was but anyway how was their game one <laughs> the game one for the blues yeah blues and bruins yeah, the game they lost for the Stanley Cup final. It wasn't a good game. No, it was not. I did not enjoy that game. Uh, you no, were there we were at Enterprise Center. One? We were at Enterprise I was going to say, I was, you weren't there at game one. I was there. I, I was you at, were at Ballpark, Ballpark Village. Village game one. Yeah, I just yeah. like to imagine that I'm I'm you. <laughs> That's the way I like to live my life. Like, I know you weren't there because <laughs> I was there. You're co-opting his life. <laughs> anyway, so so we, we okay, so we had parked uh, pretty far away because we, we used the stupid ParkWiz app that the NHL suggested. And really, we could have parked really close to Union Station, 
But we use this app where you can like pre-pick out your spot. So I did that, but it was like 12 blocks from from <laughs> Union Station. So I told her, because we had all this, these bags, this gobs of shit. You know, like I said, we bought a bunch of stuff, plus all the swag you get just from going in and, and you know, doing the competitions and stuff. So I said, you know what? Why don't we do this? We'll get an Uber. We'll take it to our car. Uh, we'll drop all the stuff out the car, and then we'll go watch the skills competition. Okay, great. So we go. We drop shit off the car. Takes us down to Ballpark Village. You know, and this night it's kind of cold. It's a little rainy. We get over there. He drops us off at one of the main entrances. And there's, you know, a security guard standing there. We didn't think anything of it. We start walking up, and he goes, hey, guys, uh, Ballpark Village is closed. And I looked at him, and I go, what oh, part of it? an event. He, and he goes, he goes, all of it. The whole place is closed. And I'm like, for what? They do that sometimes. And he goes, the NHL bought it out. Oh. I'm like, for what? And he goes, that's all I know. And so they closed Ballpark Village, the venue that people go to to watch sporting events. And they closed it for the skills competition. They, Again, they do that. They've there done was, that. I know, there they was probably that. something going on that's fine. But I really, I don't know, maybe I'm just, it's because it happened to me. <laughs> I really feel like <laughs> they should wrong. somewhere, because, you know, you get an email that's like, all you need to know about fanfare. Like, yeah, right. so they that, should put in that email, point. like, hey, don't go to Ballpark Village to watch the skills competition because we bought it and it's closed. I'll. I, that and I had a similar thing happen, and I, I forgot about it. So I have a complaint, not about necessarily fanfare, but it's related to, to fanfare. For the five k, uh, I signed up for it, and you can get parking. So I, I paid for parking mm-hmm. to reserve a spot in a parking garage right across the street from Union Station. Yeah. It was really close. Um, so I thought, great, it's twelve bucks to get a spot in a garage. There, that's fantastic. Um, it was my cold. I went before to walk, leave the coats in the car, all that good stuff. Be great. Um, I get an email a few days after I paid for parking, which is a, which was a few days before, uh, the 5k saying that, Oh, uh, this parking garage is no longer available. Oh, that sucks. We've moved you to a different garage. They didn't offer a refund. They said, we moved you to a different garage, like four blocks away. Oh, fuck that. And I'm like, are you shitting me? So I'm like, all right, fine. I mean, we'll deal with it. And so we couldn't go back to the cars after the race because, we had tickets to fanfare at 10 o'clock. Hmm. So we didn't want to do that and be late getting in the fanfare. We wanted to spend, get there at 10 and do what we could do. But so that, that kind of sucked. I didn't like that too much. So that was similar to what you yeah, had. Yeah, we were, we were pretty pissed. I mean, just the fact that we'd already, so basically what we had to do was, cause we were, I was like, well, let's go to four hands, but the wife was hungry. I was kind of hungry too. And I was like, you know, I don't have a whole lot of food at four hands. Nah. So we were like, and she's very picky. I'm out anything. I don't care, but she's very picky. So, I actually had to. They have some very flat, good food. I had though, to get though. another. Yes, they do. The food they do have is yeah. very good. Yeah. But um, so we had to walk up to market from where we were at, which was you know about two blocks. Get another Uber. Uber just takes us back to our car. So basically, got two Uber drives for nothing. We could have just had the guy drop us off at our car. So of course that means we we were late. We ended up going all the way back closer to home. We went to the Three Kings mm. out by Ronnie's. They have good and food. Uh, yeah, that place is great. Uh, so we went and out there to watch with it. good teeth. <laughs> yeah, yes, they, they do. <laughs> yes, those waitresses have great teeth there. Uh, but um, we went over there, and so yeah, we missed the fastest skater, which I ended up watching later. But uh, pretty annoying. I was pretty pissed about that. So again, it's just I don't know. I follow Ballpark Village. Maybe they posted on Twitter, and I didn't see it. But I feel like that's something that should have been a little more public knowledge. You're gonna have a bunch of people downtown. I'm sure I wasn't the only one that had that thought. 
should have been made pretty clear that, hey, if you want to watch the skills competition uh, mm-hmm. after going to Fanfare, not going to happen if you want to go to Ballpark Village. Oh, thank you. By the way. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, yeah. So I we, and we completely didn't do beers the episode either. Oh yeah, let's do so that. Let's do beers. Bill, Bill, Bill. mine's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See, mine is too. It, it, it's uh, I'll I'll post it. So it it is in one of the uh, All Star Game can bottle koozies um, that I love the design of that. That's cool. So I I spent what 14 bucks or whatever it was for it so um the beer was founder's dirty bastard 26 dollars cheaper than a puck yeah <laughs> and i will get a lot more use that's true that. that's true very cool couple uh youtube comments i want to go ahead and get to um ballpark village closed friday night for nhl after party for family and friends i mean that's cool that's fine but it should have been made public knowledge. Yeah, because people start showing up. At, I bet they had a lot of people show up. Oh, there was. I saw a couple of people that were walking around there. And I, why else would you be walking around Ballpark Village in thirty degree weather? Yeah. in January makes what, no sense. I mean, what about PBR? Was that closed too? All of it was closed. You couldn't even oh, get just in. the whole even the like whole place was closed. Wow. Yeah, that's nuts. You could not get in anywhere. They had huh. guards all over. That um, you know, it's just you couldn't go anywhere. It was it was. Say, say you're with the Again, party. just ridiculous. <laughs> well, and, and Keith Price here says I should have flashed my press pass. I wonder. That's a smart idea. I just take my old press pass, flash it real quick. Oh, no, don't worry. I'm, I'm with the party. Hmm. wonder if I could have gotten in. That's a good call, Keith. Should have done that. <laughs> um, and then uh, let's see. Uh, Jimmy Anderson, closed to repair and reclean America's favorite family fun park. <laughs> nice. Uh, Moose should have told you outside, right? Uh, that is dumb though. It's like showing up at Wally World in the summer and having it be closed. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Anderson says Cronky probably rented it out. That's a good call. Oh, that out of spite. Oh, that have been. If I were Cronky, I would have done that. Oh, why not? <laughs> that would have been great. Um, oh. Keith Price says can't stop a mob. I'm with you. Um, so anyway, so beer of the episode. Uh, I've already moved on to my second one, but I'll go with my first one. Uh, again, provided by Kirk Price because I came all the way out here and forgot to bring beer. Uh, from Breckenridge Brewery, Vanilla Porter. Uh, it's fine Colorado ales, roasted malts with notes of vanilla. It was very good, very smooth. I don't even know what camera I'm pointing this at. You know at where here. they have a lot of that? That, that was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Ballpark Village. <laughs> oh, they have these at Ballpark Village? Uh, uh, draft. I mean, they always do. Nice. I mean, I assume they do this year. They had it last year, like every time I went. It's like the only, you know, I, I enjoy Ballpark Village. It's a lot of fun, but I think their beer selection needs some work as far as what's on draft. Yeah, I whenever I go there, I just tell myself, well, you're probably going to be drinking Bud Light. Bud only. Light, Michelob stuff, uh, yeah. B- uh, Bud Select. Um, they have the Bud Light Orange and the Lime, and they have, they have Vanilla Porter from Breckenridge. That was like the one craft-ish beer they had. Yeah. Mm. And Breckenridge is a portfolio company of ABM Beth. Right. I know. I get it. But still, that was much... I did was like not know that. Most flavorful yeah. beer they had, I thought, on uh, on draft. Uh, mine uh, mine is the uh, Sam Adams Cherry Wheat, which I've had on the show before. Where's the camera? There it is. That's a good beer. And I don't have M&M's today. I really enjoy M&M's with my Sam Adams Cherry Wheat, and I don't have it. What a shame. More sob story. Yeah. Jesus. I did one one after another of this show with me. 
Uh, today in Blues History, courtesy of the at STL Blues History Twitter account, uh, January 29th, 1974, Gary Unger of the St. Louis Blues scored the first shorthanded goal in All-Star Game, uh, in All-Star Game since 1965, which was Barkley Plager. Oh, with, uh, he yeah, was in the box. With Barkley Plager in the box. Yeah. And a uh, game-winning goal in the, uh, he also scored a game-winning goal in the 74 NHL All-Star Game. Unger won a cow. And a 4x4 trail duster for his MVP efforts. You hear that and you think, oh, this was probably 1874. <laughs> it's so there's a, weird. There's a picture of that, <laughs> of him standing next to the cow that he won in the uh, Note by Notebook uh, that came out years ago. Yep. Uh, it's And you can find it online. You can find it online. It's, it's funny. Yeah. To, to win a, a cow. <laughs> that is, it just shows you. It just shows to go, yeah. How, how far the NHL has come in three decades. Yeah. Can you imagine awarding a cow today? What what the What do I do with this? Confusion would be like. <laughs> <laughs> what? They should do that. Oh man, you know what? If I ran that kind of thing for the NHL, I'd be like, you know what? We're giving away the car. We're also giving away a cow. Do you guys we'll bring uh, out a cow and see what they do? Do you guys watch uh, ever watch uh, Billy on the Street? I used to. It reminds me of that like whenever to. somebody wins, he gives them the most obscure weird prize like yeah. one was like a painting of Jennifer Aniston and it's just you know like what the hell do I do with this nothing <laughs> um so uh the all-star game uh the between uh, the uh the divisions uh our friends over at the chirp the uh, another blues podcast tweeted out uh cuz O'Kane was booed by St. Louis fans obviously Hey, real, uh, real quick, you did skip. I know one of the uh, today in blues history. Oh, I did, didn't I? Sorry, yeah. uh, January 29th, ninth, nineteen ninety one. The St. Louis Blues announced they will retire the number twenty four of Bernie Frico. Kind of a big one. Yeah, that's that's, that's the only <laughs> they, reason I brought it up. It wasn't retired. They announced they were yeah. going to retire it. So, yeah. Anyway, anyway, so anyway. the chirp, huh? Yes, the chirp. Uh, they tweeted out on the reel: "Quit booing Patrick Kane. You all know how sick he is. Calm down, respect greatness." I, I don't know. I, 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 I kind of took offense to this more than I probably should have, just because you. Well, Kurt, you know, have a reaction to you something. Know, you know what, social though? media. You know what? Okay, first of all, first of all, just sports wise, he plays for the Blackhawks. He's a rival, and he's good, really good. He gets fucking booed in St. Louis. Don't tell a Blues fan not to boo a Blackhawks fan at the All Star Game. That's just the way it works. Don't, don't, don't. What happens at uh, San Jose last year? Wasn't it? Was it Drew Doughty? He got booed. That, that's what you do. Happen. And uh, players wear it as a badge of honor. They don't. They're not offended by it. It's, oh, I got booed in the rival. It, you know it, he loves. You know that. Oh God, yeah. Number two, and here's here's the reason why. Okay, Kane, uh, maybe not so much recently. He's grown up, but Kane has a history of being a piece of shit human being. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not talking about the rape case because that was never proven. So but the um, taxi cab. Yes, thing. exactly. The taxi driver. He fucking beat up a taxi driver for twenty cents. Yeah. Um, him and his brother or cousin, whoever it was. Cousin, I think. Um, so. Yeah, he did that. And allegedly. He, and, alleged. Well, he did that. He actually did the Oh, wait, no, the other he one. He apologized. The one. other thing that we aren't talking about is the allegedly. Right. The charges were dropped because the 
the accuser uh, refused to cooperate and there was all kinds of weird stuff going yeah. on and it, it seemed fake but anyway so uh so and that's why i even defended kane on twitter people were saying you know oh he's a rapist I'm like no you have a hundred reasons to hate kane don't choose the one that's not you know can't be proven so how about yeah. just the fact that he's the best player on our Probably our biggest rival. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I just a good enough reason to hate I, someone. Yeah, don't, <laughs> I, I saw that. I'm well, like, get a, get get out of here. I, I, I boo Kane mercilessly. If you're a Blues fan, you have every right to boo Kane. I was surprised Yossi wasn't booed more. Oh my god! Honest. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, did you see uh, Kane's comments? They said that the guys in the locker room asked him why did they why were they booing him so hard, and he said, "Well, maybe I shouldn't have scored those overtime yeah. game winning goals in the playoffs." Oh, so, love yeah. it! I love that. that that's that's like so I right there. That gave me more respect than just saying he's great. Right? Here, you know, he's, he gets it and he's playing. Sure. Into it. Oh yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing, though, is that you know I don't think Blues fans were thinking of goals in the playoffs when they booed him. No. That that's they're thinking that, of a Blackhawks. Sweater. They're thinking of a Blackhawks sweater, yeah, and the fact that and a lot of fans were booing him also because he has a history of being a piece of shit human being. Mm -hmm. So that's part of it too. So there are very valid reasons to boo Patrick Kane. Don't tell people that they shouldn't boo him just because he's a good player. That's what, stupid. Didn't Strickland come out against that too and say something about how just kind of leave him alone and not. You know, don't boo him. I could be I, I, sorry, I Andy. I, I don't, that's not correct. I don't, but I don't get that. I, I'm I just like, why not? Like, it's part of the sport. Oh yeah, boo! I These mean, guys it, love it. Yeah, I, I just don't. Yeah, the, when he oh. scored and he he put his ear up yeah. in the All Star game. Well, that was great because the fans cheered him at first. And, oh yeah, wait, that's oh Kane. wait, that's I did. Kane. I I was cheering for the team at that point. I said, I all right, too. we scored. And then, oh, it's Kane. I'm like, oh, it's Kane. Uh, that was my answer. I just I just said, all right. Central scored. Cool. Yeah. That that was my response. Hey, we have a chance. Oh, wait. Connor Hellebuck <laughs> has to play the second half of this anyway, game. You, you, just because a guy is good doesn't mean you get to just celebrate him. That's that's. There are so many reasons to boo that man, um, sports-wise and personal life otherwise. It just, just – it was a bad take. Terrible take. And he, they weren't the only ones that had that take. They're I know. Just one of the bigger accounts that, that they, said that. They were a podcast account that we follow, and I just, you know, I did. I, and Fuck I com other blues podcasts. <laughs> well, I, I commented. I told him that. I said, I said, that's a bad take. I, there's all kinds of reasons to boo Kane, and just don't, don't. Blues fans should never have to apologize for booing a Blackhawk ever, 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 ever. I don't care who it is. Especially I Kane. I agree. Especially Kane. Uh, uh, we got a couple comments uh, that we should probably get to because I know we're kind of uh, behind oh. on those. So we should boo Shaw too. I like yeah. Kane. He hasn't played against the Blues this year. I yet, like though. Kane embraces the hate. And again, Bill, you just kind of said that that when he responded the way he did, oh, I shouldn't have scored those yeah. overtime goals, and he put that tweet out thanking St. Louis for their hospitality. Yeah. That does make me like him a little bit. Like, good for you for embracing that. I appreciate the back and forth. I do. I appreciate the back, the good nature back and forth. And who I, was I that guy that at the Cardinals? He used to always talk shit on the Cardinals. Uh, he was a red, wasn't he? Is he a third baseman? Oh, Phillips? Brandon Phillips? Brandon Phillips. He was a shortstop. Man, yeah. that or guy... Second baseman. second baseman. That guy pissed so many people off with his comment. I remember my favorite... Well, he, was, he pissed people off because of the comments in the Molina thing, the, the brawl. Well, that, that yes. Yeah. I'll agree with that. That's but, the part of the... But when he was reason. on Twitter, somebody asked him, hey, I'm going to St. Louis on business. Um, where's a good restaurant to eat? And he said, um, he said uh, uh, room service. I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> I'm like, that is a great response. 
So yeah, I mean that's the kind of stuff I love that because it's it's a good repertoire, repartee, 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 repartee. Jimmy Anderson said, teams. "Yeah, Kurt and OJ had something to do with the murder." I guess referring to Kane and the and the rape allegations. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think that's comparable. <laughs> a little different, yeah. A little, di- I mean, in my opinion, anyway, that's a little different. But I know what you're saying. Nigel Morgan. Oh yeah, yeah, he did too. Oh, yeah, that's that right. A, yeah, he was a villain, and he sucked after he uh, after that uh, the Cardinals uh, knocked off Milwaukee mm-hmm. when Milwaukee won the division. The Cardinals beat him. That was great. Yeah. Oh. I bought that hat. Beautiful. I bought the. Uh, the hat the, the the Cardinals put out the league put out for the Cardinals after they won the the, the, the what the the pennant or the division or whatever it was mm-hmm. the series and uh, because of it was a Nigel Morgan series to me I wanted to beat him so bad yeah did. Right. I bought the hat to celebrate that former Regina Pat Nigel Morgan mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right that's a true story I forgot about that I yeah used to practice with that. San Jose yep oh uh, let's see. Uh, real quick, uh, we have a couple people who've actually said this in the chat, and um, I know it is it is massive sports news, so I think we probably should talk about it. No, and it uh, just mention it. All right, fine. Uh, I, I, I've just heard enough about it. I <laughs> have to, but it's nonstop. To be honest, I mean it's a sad story. So obviously, <sighs> I am not a basketball fan. Uh, never have been, but I will say I watched a lot. Of Lakers when it was uh, Kobe and Shaq. And so that was a very sad story to hear because Kobe is a, um, you know, granted he's had some problems in the past, but. Um, Similar to Kane. Great. Yes. Great <laughs> ambassador. He is, actually did it. Uh, there's much more, you know, public well, evidence in that case. Anyway. there's there, He's a great ambassador for sport of basketball. It seemed like he. After all of that happened, he became turned out to be a pretty good man yeah. by all accounts. Um, so, thoughts on that were great ambassador for sports, for basketball, for his daughter's team. That, that's that's no. my Very thing. Sad. Is that my thing when I when I heard about it, I was at uh, uh, Walper Tinger uh, at. Uh, at uh, Urban Chestnut. You're the second person that told me they they heard they learned about it at Wolper Tinger. Really? Yeah. Uh, it, I, it was funny because I, I heard about it. Not funny, but I heard about it, and I it was interesting because I, I don't know if that's when it kind of got out, but I heard people like I heard like in the crowd just, right. just passing the news along. It yeah. was crazy, and that that's exactly what the the yeah. guy that I work with said yeah. that that people were like passing phones around showing it, and then it shows up on a TV like five right. minutes later. Yep. And, he, and Jimmy Anderson's in the, in the chat says, "Yeah, was it church before he left on the helicopter? Yeah, he was. Um, and the thing, the thing was, when I heard that it was him, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, a big name passes away tragically. It's, you know, it's shocking. And and then, but when I heard that his daughter was on board too, I'm like, oh, and man, then that, the, that makes the, it just that's the other doubly coach, worse. Thirteen year old right. other oh, ki- on mean, their way to a, a one of the basketball games. Game. Yeah, 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 that's, that's really sad. I just, it's just sad. But it sounds like they should not have ever been able to take off." Well, the fog they, in the area. It was the pilot. They said bad the pilot decision. said that he felt he could fly in the weather, but terrible was a decision. Bad decision. Yeah. And to me, to me, the the biggest tragedy. I, I get the most sad when I think about it. I mean, any loss of life is sad. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying that that his daughter, you know, 13 years old, whole life ahead of her, kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, just you know, her aspirations and what she wanted to do, and women, WNBA, all that stuff. It was just. And it's just like gone. It just that that kind of eats at me. I, I hate that part of it. 
Yeah, more than anything. I mean, he he was such a a fierce competitor, and I mean, he just the night before he had gotten passed by uh, LeBron for third Mm -hmm. all time on the NBA all time scoring list, and so you know that's first time I thought about him when I saw that headline. Then I and the next day you see that news, and it's just like. Man, that's just insane. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, still, maybe he was forty-one. He's still so young, super young. And yeah, it's it's. I'm, you you hear the word tragic thrown around a lot, but in this case, it it feels right. It's yeah, tough. I, it, it, I, I get it. Like I said, I mean, I but, I, I grew up I, watching a little bit of basketball because of I grew up in the era of Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Luke Longley those teams there in Chicago. And I did watch them a a lot. And then once that team kind of broke up, I completely stopped watching my brother-in-law at the time. Ex-brother-in-law now got me into watching some Lakers games. Like you like those teams, the Jordan teams watch these Lakers teams. And they were, they were fun to watch. They were exciting. And um, so I did actually watch a a fair amount of of Kobe when he was playing in, in the NBA. So uh, it was sad to see, and, and again, just uh, seems like a very good person at this point in his life. So uh, very tragic, and uh, I know that uh, Jordan Bennington had a lot to say about it. Um, I didn't know this. Did he was named after Michael Jordan? Mm-hmm. Did you know yeah. that? Yeah, first I, I just heard I that the other day. I didn't know that. Just heard it. Yeah, in the uh, the broadcast last night. Yeah, before yeah. I learned it. So R.I.P. to Kobe. Yeah, and his and daughter. His daughter. Yeah, and, and everybody and the else. Others, which which. I don't know. It, it rubs. It, I, I get it. That, you know, Kobe's the name, and mm-hmm. people watched him for so long, and they felt like they know him. Uh, that's why it kind of affects people more, and they want to talk about it. And his coverage. That's why the coverage is happening. Um, but uh, I always, I always feel sad for the for the other people involved because it's like Kobe's the headline, and then and oh, and those, these other people died too. Yeah. You know, I, I that always rubs me the wrong way. I'm like, they, they, I mean, their their families are mourning just as much. You know, so the the thing that I. It made just a lot of sense to me. So Puck Podcast talked about it this week. It, for anyone who's ever listened to them, they know they are based in L.A. So it obviously was big news for them. And uh, one thing that one of the hosts said, Doug, said, you know, was it nine people passed? Eight people in, in the in the crash? Too many. I think it was nine. Uh, he said nine people crashed in the, the, ho- the, um, the whole helicopter crash. Um, he, take Kobe out of that, even his daughter seven people that's that's big news in california i mean that's holy cow there was a helicopter crash kobe and his daughter that makes it national news you ever been in a helicopter no i have hmm. yeah. uh helicopter tour of hawaii uh the the Kauai island we were on it uh uh it was very turbulent that day the seas were <laughs> the seas were rough it, today my friends was it tc's chopper no, but it was the same chopper that flew around Brad Pitt during a movie he filmed there, which he couldn't stop talking about. But it was uh, it, Legends it, of the Fall. I don't Ocean's Thirteen. No, it was uh, some beach movie. Mm. But, but it was uh, it, it was interesting because uh, we were up there and it, it, wind turbulence, whatever it was, uh, we dropped twenty feet and then shoot right back up twenty feet. It was just like boom, boom, like oh my god. Yeah, yeah it was it was crazy. very rough on the stomach. So, um, but anyway. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Live's taking too soon. 
Uh, rapid fire tidbits from around the NHL. Real quick, should we talk about the skills competition in the game at all? I mean, we can. I How mean, about just we're the, already uh, an hour and yeah, I know. Let's, minutes let's, the uh, I don't think we need to talk too much about yeah. it. I just want to say, Bennington looked great in he the did. skills competition and the game. Yeah, um, I yeah, felt like fun. the I felt like the um, the the rules of the breakaway competition evolved uh, and were. Um, very generous to Bennington. I thought his performance was great, but I, I think they had also. Um, I, I forget what what goalie was early on that uh, somebody shot shot wide, and missed the net, and they didn't give him a save. Otherwise, he had the same streak. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't Ooh, notice that. I did not yeah. notice that. I also thought they should have let Bennington keep going to try and break the all. That's what I thought too. Like, was yeah. it two more shooters and he he tied? Yeah, uh, I, I thought that was not cool. Like, keep going. Yeah, See if he can not? set the record, because I mean he went last. So as soon as he beat the record, beat the the score of that event, then it was done. But I thought they should have kept going to see how many he could get. Yeah, that was that was special. Uh, the Bieber mask from Hurdle that was, was fantastic. That was funny. Yeah, uh, made me like him a lot. More. I watched I watched uh, most of the skills competition or part of the skills competition from uh, um, uh, Joe's Pizza. So mm-hmm. I got I didn't get to watch uh, as much detail as I would have liked, but the three on three women's game, I thought was that fantastic. Was exciting. That was yeah. fun, and you know what? That was more exciting than the All Star game. Screw itself. all you people out there that were hating on the oh the women were going to be part of the All Star game. Yeah. Screw you guys. That was fantastic. That was fun to watch. Yeah. It, it. I will was. say the only thing about that is if they're going to be serious and say women, um, you know, they're going to take center stage here. We support the women playing. The NHL needs to write a bigger check. Yeah, to it, women's hockey. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but the number they gave last year was minuscule compared to what they make. Uh, so I would like to see them write a bigger check next year. But letting them have the center stage at the skills competition that was awesome. That was, was some great. It was very cool. Watch. And there were so many people that were like dead set against it. They're like, oh, women, they don't belong in the All Star game because they're not as good as the men. That has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with. Being as good as the men, absolutely nothing. No, that, that I don't, I don't was, any, no one's under the impression that the the women uh, could compete with the men and they could play with the men in an NHL game. I, they're not there. Yeah. You can't. It wouldn't work. Yeah, so. Amory Debian was fucking phenomenal in that for Kansas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was great. Both both goalies were. Yeah, um, Cavallini for the mm-hmm. uh, for the states. She was good. But, By the way, she but, related. I I don't know you you'd have to think she's got to be at least a uh, a cousin if fourth not a, cousin if, twice if, removed yeah, if, if not she a is yeah. big fail on the broadcast crew for not pointing it out since right. she's in St Louis right I don't know I I guess uh, we'll have to do some research STL on Blues that. history help us out here <laughs> yes um, um, and then uh, oh go ahead I was I was gonna say the the last point uh, I wanted to make about the women's game is why the fuck did they resurface the ice before the fucking game instead of after. You yeah. should have done it both times. There's not that much of a the time only crunch. The only thing I saw that, that kind of made me say, okay, maybe, was that it's not like they're cutting up the ice a lot there in the skills competition. Mm, yeah, they're not, you but know, they're, if, if, if you want to really show off the speed of that game, that's, that's I agree. how you do it. I agree, but that's the only thing I saw that I was like, eh, maybe that kind of makes sense. Jimmy Anderson said uh, they should have done the women's game at the end, at the, at the time, let's see. At that time in the night, um, if you're a little kid, I'm sorry, but you want to watch the stars that you know. And by the time the women were done, it was about 9 p.m. 
Right. And that's exactly why they didn't do they, it yeah. at the end so that they had a captive audience. Right. Yep. And, and I get it because you, I mean, I, I, and to be honest, it's a Friday. It's not a school night. So, I mean, I, and to be honest, I mean, if you're a hockey fan, you're going to, you're going to, personally, I, this is what I feel. I mean, I'm a fan of hockey. And that was some good fucking hockey. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was great. So, I mean, if you don't. It was. I mean, I, I, it was the best part of the skills competition, or if not the best, it was up there with something else, just as good as something else. So, I mean, I. That was better than everything we saw Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hockey-wise, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know why I don't know why people wouldn't want to that to be part of it. It was, it was entertaining. It was fun. That's what the whole weekend's about. And one of the most entertaining and most fun things about the entire weekend Put that front and center. Yeah, I mean, I uh, do it. I mean, come on. Yeah. The so back to the uh, you know the the men's skills comp. Wait, Jimmy Anderson said it wasn't that exciting. How can you say that? Mm, Get out of here, Jimmy. It, it was a close. It was a close game. Don't listen to our show anymore. <laughs> We're done with you. Well, I'm just saying. Was, I mean, we can we can disagree on it, we but I I, I felt it was it was a close game. It was. I mean, tons of great saves. It was right and, and down and to the last wire. Three minutes with the yeah. USA pressing. That was really. I mean, exciting. I don't. I, I, if it was if it was France against. Germany, I would have, you know, whoever, Jamaica, I don't care. It's a close game, good hockey, it was fun. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it, it was it to was, each their own, but I, I, I loved it. I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, it was definitely intriguing. Hmm. So the um, the rest of the skills competition, bring back hard targets in the accuracy shooting. Yeah. That, that was so frustrating. I don't know why the ones Petro, and I guess others had it too, they hit the edges and they didn't count. Yeah. So who was it that won? The accuracy shooting. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing. The whole yeah. accuracy thing. Just watch it. So whoever it was was one of the two people at the sauce toss at, that got at the five straight fair that got five five straight. Wait, what? What is this? What am I missing? The, the accuracy, accuracy shooting. Whoever yeah. won that there were, in the NHL game was one of the two people that had got all five in the sauce toss game at Union Station. Oh, oh. when 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 we went, right. uh, okay. someone may have gotten it after. But up until when I shot on Saturday, I don't know, early yeah. afternoon, yeah. Uh, only two people had gotten five straight in the sauce toss, and one was the winner of the accuracy, and another was, I think, they said it was a college hotshot player or yeah. something in the area. Huh. Okay. So, uh, Jimmy Anderson, dude, we're, I'm just messing with you. I, I said stop listening. I, you don't need to apologize. <laughs> uh, he's he's in the chat right now telling us he's sorry for bringing it up. No, I. hey, it's your opinion, man. We, we appreciate no, you I, tuning in. And we, we can agree to disagree. Yeah. No, I... I, I come on, man. You listen to me long enough. You know that I'm just I'm never serious about anything. So don't ever take me seriously. Um, Including that, don't believe him. No, ever, <laughs> never, never. Um, and then uh, yeah, talk about the shot accuracy. I love what Roberto Luongo said on Twitter. Did you guys see that? No. Here's a crazy idea. Instead of uh, you know, because they were having so many problems Holes. with the target shooting, mm-hmm. he's like, why not just use plastic targets? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Or and this is what I was telling my wife when we were watching or, it. I'm like, sometimes we use technology when technology is not needed. Just we all have shoot shot on targets before. I have an idea. Just put damn targets up. No, reverse it. Holes. Put a shooter tutor up there. And if holes. it goes in the hole, it counts. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to worry about it nicking the foam. Did it hit? Did it graze it? You know, if it goes in the hole. You know what would be kind of fun? If you told one of the goalies, hey, Stand in a normal position and just stand there. <laughs> Don't move. That would be fun. Big pass. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the uh, the 
thing in um, Sutton's apartment in Youngblood? Yes. That that's what the, they should use. Put Keanu that was like a, in that. That was like a tin goalie or something. It was yeah. metal. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, had the uh, the the mouth that you could shoot it yeah, into. Yeah, there you uh, go. Was... All right. No, that was that was horrible. Yeah. Uh, Petra right. looked good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what did you guys think of the shooting stars real quick? Um, it, it needs work. Yeah. It was, it was too easy to land it. If you're shooting from a raised platform, you should make the target like more vertical. Than yeah, I agree. That was my problem. putting it over the top and then bouncing back in and it confused people. I think they credit O'Reilly when he shouldn't have gotten Well, when you look and, now, if you go back to the stats, he wasn't one of the final three. Right. and But they let him shoot because I think they were confused as to who had gotten the most points. Yeah. I think he had 14, and they ranked him at 22 or whatever the top score was. Because one of his went over the top, yeah. and they counted it. But it, they were just like, line, yeah, that right. counts, but it didn't go in. I agree. They need to they need to like kind of take him and, and raise him a little to where they're angled to where they're shooting from. I agree. Maybe they'll do that next year. Uh, All-Star game itself. Whatever nah. central lost, I don't care. Pacific one. It was fun to watch. You know, it was, again, it's it's you know, interesting. It's, hockey. The, the thing about the All Star Game with the three on three in the tournament, the million bucks up for grabs, is that uh, in a close game, near the end of it, it gets. You can see the guys want to try and win. Right, million bucks on the line. Yeah, I mean, I, and that, and so that's when it gets interesting. Um, so I, if, I guess if you're going to watch the All Star Game, you want to see guys actually trying. I yeah. mean, most mostly trying, uh, you know, watch near the end of the games when it's a close game, and they'll, yeah. they'll you know, try to win. Um, Whatever, it is what it is. It's a it's an exhibition. It's a pickup game. It's fine. It's, it's fine for people who want to go to the game and watch little three on three. Hang it's, out. It's fun. The, I'm sure. You know, yeah, um, watch it was fine. Game. We we watched it, but you know, we weren't invested. Um, and uh, what was the thing I was going to say about that? Um, the uh, well, <laughs> Jimmy Anderson says get the thing from the Geico commercials. Keith Price says walrus. <laughs> and he says, "Yeah, that's it." Um, but yeah, that would have been good. But no, I uh, the thing that I like about the All Star Game is just again, I said this last week, I think that they know that the five on five just doesn't work anymore. So they're they're changing it up. They're every couple oh, of years we're seeing something different. Eighteen, fifteen games. You can't. That's not. That's yeah, not a, I mean, because yeah. you know that I remember the last one. Those guys weren't skating at all, and even the goalies, they weren't going down in the butterfly. They were just letting shots beat them. <clears throat> They're trying to do it to where people are still paying attention, and but you know, nobody's getting taking the risk of injury. Yeah, right. So, which it, you wouldn't want. You wouldn't want that. No. I wouldn't want guys. So I'll be interested to see if if they keep the same format because this is going on what year three or four with this format I, now. I think it's like year four. I or maybe five. five. I, I like the I first year three. was the John Scott year. I, I like that was. I like yeah. three on three, but compared to the way it was, yeah. I, I think I agree. I think three on three is a vast improvement over five on five. Um, I'm all for it. I like the tournament style. Mm-hmm. It's 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 probably the best All Star game out of all the professional sports All Star games. Right. Yep. They did say that next year they're going to switch it up and there will be an international flavor to it, which probably means a U.S. team, a Canadian team, a Russian team, Whatever. and a rest of the world team. That's fine too. They're gonna that's they're doing too. that because they're they're gonna go back to the Olympics because it's in China this year. Yeah, yeah, they are. And uh, did you hear what Bettman said about. Uh, He's not against the players going, but the initial PA has to make some major concessions uh, for that to happen. 
That's bullshit. I noticed. He goes, it's complete. He's doing that because he well, knows they want to go. Sure. But the NHL wants to go, too. You get even 1% more of China to watch your games. Mm-hmm. Think of how many fucking people that is. Look, the, the NBA has had a China strategy for 20 yeah, years, I, and it is paying off majorly I guarantee now. you that he's saying that, and by the end of the day, by this time next year, we're not going to see any changes. Because the NHLPA is going to call him on it. Yeah, Jimmy Anderson says uh, NHL has the much better uh, All-Star game than the Pro Bowl. Oh, yeah, easy. Better than the NBA All-Star game. Better than MLB. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it's just it's just so much. It's 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 not Major League professional Baseball hockey. It's just a different thing. It's fun. the most frustrating All-Star game to me. I mean, I could really care less about all the other ones. Major League Baseball makes too much dependent on the All-Star game. A game that a lot of players, you know, might not care all that much about. And especially if you're on, you know, say the Kansas City Royals. Um, you're I mean, A couple of years ago, you know, the Royals were good. But the, the Royals of now aren't very good. And they're not going to make the playoffs. So what the fuck do their players care if they win to put them over the top? That they, being said, when was the last time the American League lost i i'm i'm it's I, disgusting I, I, I they hate. dropped that didn't I they i think they did the requirements for the yeah the the, the prize the prize yeah if you win you get home yeah, yeah. i'm pretty sure they dropped that a couple years ago yeah. but still i i agree that whole thing was no, ridiculous I, I mean it, I, I watch it it's, I, it's background stuff i I, mean, I watch it when but, when it's the baseball that's the only other one i watch yeah. i only watch it when there's cardinals on the minute the cardinals are pulled from the game or the pitcher is gone or whatever i'm i'm done all right, rapid fire tidbits from around the NHL. Uh, let's get moving. Uh, Ed Belfour. Ed Belfour was arrested for allegedly trying to fight a hotel worker. Uh, his mugshot is all over the internet. We posted it. Uh, we shared it on the uh, our Twitter account at LGB Radio uh, before the show uh, as a topic that we're going to just briefly. Just, yeah. uh, according to an arrest citation obtained by Bowling Green Daily News. Belfour allegedly tried fighting the manager of the hotel's bar, smashed a glass window, and pulled a curtain rod off the wall. When cops arrived at the scene, Belfour was lying on the floor holding the curtain rod and was and had slurred speech, bloodshot eyes, and trouble keeping his balance, according to the citation. Belfour was arrested on charges of uh, criminal mischief and public intoxication and booked at Warren County Regional Jail, where he posed, smiling from ear to ear for his mugshot. <laughs> and... Uh, the picture is hilarious. If you have yes. not seen the picture, please just type in Ed Belfour on Google. You will find it. Yeah. And it is make the it your Twitter greatest. profile pic. Yeah, it's, I mean. That might, you know what? That might be my new Twitter profile pic. When I, when that's I, fantastic. When I heard this story and I saw the picture, I'm like, that's hilarious. Not surprising. Yeah. Because yeah. Belfour, it's just being Belfour. And uh, he's. Uh, How much was he arrested when he played in the league? He was the one that, that told the, the cop he'd give him a million dollars, right? A billion. billion. Billion dollars. A billion dollars. Yep. You don't have a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great picture, though. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, Eddie. Oh, my goodness, Eddie. Piggyback on that, the uh, Mighty Ducks star, Sean Weiss, uh, or Weiss, Weiss, arrested, uh, who was, he played uh, Goldberg and the goalie Goldberg? in the Mighty Ducks. Charged with burglary under influence of meth. And we also tweeted this picture out as well on the LGB radio Twitter account. Uh, the progression of his uh, uh, of pictures of him uh, from the Mighty Ducks movie '94 uh, to 2015 to to 18 and to 2019, and he 
meth is a is a is a hell of a drug apparently because it will <laughs> it will screw you up and make you look like you're 80 when you're 41. <laughs> I can't, I I mean the fact the weird the weirdest thing isn't just that how old he looks. Look at the picture from 2015. I know he looks normal. That was only five years ago. Yep. And now he looks like he aged 35 years. He's a he's got a problem. Back in 2014. Uh, Goldberg was he's a history of problems. Yeah. He was uh, he he was uh ordered to stay away from his ex-girlfriend after allegedly punching her in the face during a fight and trying to pee on her. <laughs> that's well, I mean, that's just fun in the bedroom if you ask me. I mean, you know, that's uh to each their own. Bad joke, but, uh, I guess. Sorry. Yeah. But anyway, sorry everyone. Goldberg, uh get your life together, man. That's How about the uh I, I maybe I need to scroll down further, but oh yeah, you have it. Never mind. The Disney Plus thing. We'll oh, get yeah. To oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll get we, to that. Next on the list, uh, report the Seattle Kraken. We talked about this uh, just a couple weeks ago, I think, with the alleged uh, the breakdown the of the... Rain City Bitch Pigeons. The Rain City Bitch Pigeons <laughs> was the, was our vote. But uh, report uh, is that, I mean, this is unconfirmed or just you know, someone in the know is saying this is what they're hearing. Uh, Seattle Kraken is believed... The Seattle Kraken is believed to be the name for the NHL Seattle franchise. Uh, John Hoven... Hoven Hoven of uh, MayorsManor.com uh, joined XM, SXM, uh, NHL Network Radio, and reported that a name has allegedly been decided on uh, for the Seattle franchise. It looked like they were leaning towards Sockeyes, which I was a fan of. Mm. Um, and, and then now, I guess, it's come out that there was a name that's been used in a book by an author, the Seattle Sockeyes. Huh. So, I didn't know that. So the NHL doesn't want to mess with uh, licensing and issues with they kind of went through some of that with the Vegas Knights. I wonder what book that yeah, was. With the uh, the uh, Army. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think it's a book about a hockey team in Seattle. I really huh. do. Um, and Hoven also spoke about the brand, the colors of the team. Looks like it's red, and there's like a what I would call a teal-ish color. He said it's a lighter teal-ish color and black. So red, light teal, and black. Uh, those seem to be the primary colors they're going to be with. There needs to be teal. In a Seattle team, there needs to be teal. Sure. So that makes sense sure. to me. Almost like a neon color, right? Yeah. I mean, just be the Seahawks? Maybe. Is yeah. it based on that? I don't know. I don't know. I see. I think Seattle and I think green. The Kraken was yeah. my The Kraken was my favorite from the start. Yeah, Kraken's like, a good one. It doesn't sound as cool as Seattle Sockeyes, but I like the idea of the Kraken. See, I was, I was a fan of the Emeralds. Okay. And the Bitch City. The Bitch City. Rain, the Rain yeah. City Bitch Pigeons. Rain bitch City bitch, bitch Pigeons. Bitch City Bitch City Rain <laughs> the Bitch Pigeons. City Rain Pigeons. <laughs> Uh, that's, no, that's exactly why they didn't go with that because we would all fuck it up. <laughs> so, so let me ask you guys. I mean, how soon? How soon until we hear Gerard Gallant has been the name the new head? coach? Oh man! Well, they're Seattle supposed Kraken. to. They're supposed to announce this name any day now. Yeah, uh, they said uh, late January. Uh, that's what the rumor was. So uh, apparently, according to they, uh, it should be announced any day what the name is. If and according it- to John Havenhoven. It will be the Seattle Kraken. If they do it right, that is going to be one hell of a logo. Yeah. Think of the possibilities. Oh, the there. Kraken? There's so many cool things That's you can do. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. Uh, uh, and uh, Nick uh, Alberga. Al- Alberga. Hard. Why can't people have easy to say last names? I'm going to go with Alberga. <laughs> Alberga. Uh, who's the host of Leafs, Leafs Nation on Fan 590 out of Toronto. And uh, is on a Sportsnet uh, podcast. Uh, ho- he's a host of a Sportsnet podcast. Um, he says, uh, based on Pekka Rene's uh, performance lately, he's headed for buyout territory. 
I saw that and I thought, wow, that's interesting. Would they buy him out? I mean, if they believe in um, uh, UC Saros, why not? You don't yeah. need him anymore if, if he's you think a, he's ready for the next start. Because he's had kind of a bad year. Well, but they signed so him to that Saros. deal, and a lot of people questioned it. Uh, Rene, that last deal he signed. Just because of his age. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's he's definitely not the goalie he was uh, two years ago. Uh, he's, I, he probably still has one or two good seasons. He's got you know? one more year left on his current contract. Yeah, at five million. So that's and that's that's not a bad deal. It's only seven hundred thousand over Jake Allen. Really if he not. plays well, it's that's not, bad. not a bad deal at but all. But it's not a lot to buy out, considering either. the the uh, uh, salary cap's gone up every year too. Yeah, right. And Saros is making one point five though. And if they want to make some moves, is he what? How much? How many years left? on Same this? as uh, Rene, but he's an RFA and so Rene is got, a UFA. Okay, so he's got one year left on his deal after this year. Yeah. Damn, one point five for him. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna make bank. I'm sure that was strategically planned. So have maybe they go up at the same time. They? But how far Nashville's goaltending has fallen? I know. At, how far after Nashville has fallen. Mitch Korn followed Barry Trotz out of the organization. Yep. Uh, Rennie's uh, com- Rennie's comments about one of the easier shutouts of his career versus the Blackhawks on October 29th. Since then, Rene is 9, 11, and 12 with an 8.82 save percentage and a 3.49 GAA. That's since October 29th. That is two months. He's been, he's under 500, 8.82, and months. a 3.49. Three months, right, three months. Yeah. Oh, golly. Yeah. That's a long time to be that bad. Mm-hmm. That's Jake Allen numbers from <laughs> That's uh, last exactly year. exactly what I was That's about That's Jake to Allen from last year. Holy cow. Um, and the uh, Disney Plus uh, updates Twitter accounts said uh, announced uh, today, I think, that the Emilio Estevez will reprise his role as Gordon Bombay in Disney Plus's The Mighty Duck series. So on the heels of the Goldberg the Mandalorian, news, oh, yeah, the Goldberg <laughs> news, right, and the Mandalorian uh, finishing up on uh, Disney Plus. I don't even know if this is in production yet, but they're gonna. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, they're gonna have it at some point. I'm stupid because I'm excited about it. Oh, I mean, I know it's if you if you're suck, a hockey fan, gonna you're gonna it. watch it, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, for sure. Actually, the Mighty Ducks two is a good movie. It's it's fun. Yeah, it's a good. I mean, this it's more than fun. It's a good movie. This uh, is a distraction. Yeah. This is a distraction in a firing barrel. Mighty, Mighty Ducks two is actually <laughs> not a bad movie. Anyway, so that's that's something to look forward to in Disney Plus. Goldberg, it wasn't me. Yeah. I, I take it Goldberg will not be making a cameo in I'm that series. I'm thinking he's not going to be the goalie coach. <laughs> no. no. Maybe they can bring back be, Julie the Cat. Yeah, yeah, Julie the Cat Gaffney. Mm-hmm. She might be too busy in Bangor, Maine, though. <laughs> <laughs> Any Goldberg references, though? Maybe. I wonder if it'll be like um, Full, Fuller House. Apparently they reference the Olsons a couple times. <clears throat> yes. So I, I would imagine that maybe there's a reference to... Oh yeah, Goldberg. Too bad he died. What's the middle sister's name? Uh, Stephanie. Stephanie. Do they Ooh. reference her meth Stephanie. problem? I like Stephanie. Stephanie's filled out. Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> but she she apparently had a meth problem herself. She did. Did she really? She yeah. did. Yeah, she did. Which one uh, had a porn? Oh no, that was a uh, the the daughter on Family Matters. The daughter went into porn. She left the show. Which one? The, there was one daughter. Family Matters. There was one. There was oh, one daughter. Uh, uh, with Urkel, Urkel was the, uh, yeah, was the uh, neighbor. Lisa, what was her name? I don't know. Uh, but she, but one season she was just written off the show. They didn't. They never discussed her. Never said what happened to her. She was gone, and then porn, she ended up in huh? porn. Not right away because she was younger, but a number of years later, she's in porn. 
Yeah. So lock her up. <laughs> I might have to do that. <laughs> so the Blues played a couple games. We're we're running long. I'm not. We won't touch on the Vancouver game no. too much. We lost yeah. Vancouver three to one in a game. I thought we totally out. We outplayed played them. We should have won that game. Demko was ridiculous. Was yeah, we got beat by a good goalie that night. Yeah, end yep. of story. Yeah, and uh, like you mentioned, uh, Jeff, uh, Vancouver did block a lot of shots, uh, and uh, they. They seem to go into a shell for the entire third period. Yeah. And the Blues just... They couldn't beat them. Yeah. No, they couldn't. I mean, the, the that save, save that he made he on made, Schwartz. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That is, that's the best save made against the Blues all year. You, games, know, what, you know what sucks? Because like, to me, positionally, because that was, that was all him, positionally. like That's one of the best saves of the year. But because it wasn't some crazy like throwing his hand out and oh. prayer... It's it, not going to be referenced as one of the best saves of the It didn't have a flair to it. Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. oh, my God, that's a great save. Sure. Unreal. Uh, so we lost that one. And uh, uh, from SGL Blues history, um, after this game versus Vancouver, since December 31st, the St. Louis Blues have played six teams that were in a playoff spot. They are winless in those six games up to this uh, through that game, through uh, the game on Monday. Uh, with a record of 0-4-2 in those games, and they have been outscored 27-16 in those six games. Well, that doesn't sound like it portends well for a back-to-back game against another playoff bound no, team. No, it does not. But I thought, you know what? Coming out of the break, after the Vancouver game, I, I put this on Twitter, I was like, uh, the Blues played fine in this game. They played I good. So too. I thought I, there was no... I'm not I'm not concerned about the, their play after the break, after this game at all. Um, because they played really well. They just lost to a hot goalie. That's just what happens. Um, the Colorado and, game was slightly concerning, I thought. Yeah, that was before break. And though. that was before break, right. so it was like, okay, well, let's see how they come out of break. Came yeah. out of break, and I, I think we can all agree. They looked fine. Just yeah. couldn't beat Demko. And then, uh, so going against Calgary, I think, well, gosh, it'd be nice to win against Calgary back-to-back. You don't want to lose back-to-back games and mm-hmm. lose. I mean, they had lost four straight. Um and uh, so so this was Steen's 745th game, who uh, and he and he uh, passed Hall for sole possession of the uh, fourth place in the Blues all time uh, games played list uh, in this game. And right Steen, above them is uh, is Jeff Finley, um, <laughs> Eric Brewer, Eric Brewer, and, and uh, uh, uh Oh, well, I was gonna say uh, Jablonski. Damn it, Doug Lynch. He wore number 44. Oh, not Pronger, obviously before him, after Brett Hedekin. God damn oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. What was Charlie his name? Yes. Mario Marawa? No. No, he was, no, he was before. Uh, not McKechnie. I know McKechnie. I uh, just keep, uh, keep going. Creighton. I'll look Creighton. it up. No. Was it Creighton? Adam Creighton? No. 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 Creighton was he 44. wore 20. He did wear 20. 20. Was it 20? That's mm-hmm. going to drive me nuts. Okay, keep keep going. Uh, okay. Um, the Blues broke a four-game winless skid uh, after beating Calgary 5-4 in a shootout. And it was their first road win of 2020. Uh, Sammy Blay returned to the lineup after missing 28 games with a wrist injury, and uh, Oscar Sundquist uh, sustained a lower body injury in this game as well, uh, in Monday's game, and didn't play in this game. Uh, and he was placed in the IR today, or yesterday? Today? Yesterday. Today, I believe. Uh, and, and, he and, was announced out yesterday, but yeah, placed in IR, IR today. today. Yeah. yeah. And how bad that our penalty kill look without him. Ooh. Oh, my God. Brutal. Uh, yeah, three. Uh, not only were they they allow three goals in the first three power plays, but I think there was a grand total of like thirty five seconds or forty five seconds that they had on the power play, Vancouver. Uh, but Steen's goal from Thomas the, mm-hmm. to to start the scoring of the game, the pass from holy Thomas. Terry Hollinger. 
That's okay. who I was looking for. I was not. That was not coming up. I did not think. Yeah. Gordy Roberts, Mario Marawa. There you go. Brett Hedekin, Hedekin. That's Pronger, what I was Sador, and Arnold. I was thinking of Hedekin. I was I was seriously thinking Terry Hollinger because I remember he played like half a season for us. <laughs> Anyway, um, continue. Uh, with that goal, Steen passed uh, Pavel Dimitrov for the fifth most points in Blues history on the same night. He passed Hall for fourth most games in Blues history. The thing about this goal is that not only was it an amazing pass by Thomas, yes. but this was a pass that Steen received across his body and one-timed from an angle yeah. and got mustard on it and mm. zipped it by. And that was uh, – I that. I, we've talked about this kind of a shot before, but receiving a pass across the length of your body and one-timing it is extremely difficult to do. Yes. It's hard to do. I mean, yeah. I literally can tell you I can't do that. It's really hard to do. I mean, <laughs> I've played ti- my whole life. The timing and the hand-eye is ridiculous. Yeah. Coordination is, is insane. And not only did he, did he get good, great wood on it, he got it on net, S- elevated. I mean, Steve just, oh my God. has looked good, I think. Yes. He uh, has looked very last, good. Last, I'd say, seven, eight games. We talked about this last show. He had like uh, eight points in the last seven games, something yeah. like that. Um, he was just tearing it up, looking good after having like next to no, no production. As yeah. The first, yeah, I mean, he five scored points, his, five goals in nine games. Is, yep. is yeah, scored his first goal what ten games ago mm-hmm. of the season. And this was Thomas's twentieth assist on the season, and that makes him the first Blues player with multiple twenty assist seasons prior to his twenty-first birthday since Rod Brendamore. Rod that, the Bod. That's courtesy of at STL Blues History too, by the way. Of course. Uh, a number of these stats are so. We should just name this show Let's Go Blues Radio, presented by the STL Blues History. He yep. should, yes, if he wants to sponsor Powered the show. <laughs> Powered, Powered by. by. Powered there by. You go. Uh, the Blues two goals in less. Uh, the Blues had two goals in less than a minute uh, late in the first period. Which this was this game had a little bit of everything. I, mm-hmm. It was pretty fun. Um, uh, Petrangelo's assist on Perron's goal. Well, let's see. Uh, uh, Perron and Schwartz scored uh, when the Blues are on two to one to take a three two lead less than a minute apart. Petrangelo's assist on Perron's goal was his second assist of the game, and that and he passed Brian Sutter and is now third all-time in assists with 334. A lot of cool little stats in yeah, this game. That's yeah, that's happening a lot for these guys. And I'll say, um, getting away from these stats, that I thought the first period especially, I thought the Blues were pretty rough. Yeah, I know they, yeah. they gave up a couple goals. I thought that... But they, the passes, I mean, everything, they just looked off. This game was not near as good a game as the game on Monday. Exactly. Vancouver. Yeah. Go figure. They lose that one and they win this one. And it's like, that's hockey. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It, it looked like, in going back to the All-Star game even, that David Perron has had some just puck handling issues Yeah. Uh, in the last couple of games. But then, you know, he finally, you know, he, he does get the, uh, was it the tying goal? Uh, uh, Perron, uh, well, Perron, his first goal of the game. Yeah, his first goal was the sec was yes the, the yeah second goal. I'm say I think every goal was a tying goal until the fifth one, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, Flames. Uh, let's see, the Flames' fourth goal was. Uh, I'm skipping ahead here. Uh, I didn't. I didn't care for the. We they talked about this at length on on, on the show uh, on, on the broadcast about uh, how the the fall kind of. Played some soft D there, and the pass from behind the net to uh, was the, the Bennington stick was he could have reached out and deflected it and played a little, little got in the stick in the passing lane. Didn't happen. Um, I of, will say because Pang was giving him shit on that. Yeah, and and, and I it, say I I think I agree. It was sticking out a little extent, bit, but it wasn't but aggressive. To me, that's like a perk if a goalie does that. To, I don't yeah, know, but so many Bill, do it though. What do you think? I mean, I I see that and I say. 
that's like if a goalie can can get a stick out and poke that puck away, okay, great. That's that's a perk. But to me, that's on the defense. Like you're letting that pass get through. I, I think I think Fox. I think I think Fox was looked bad on that play. But I I yeah, I think I, Bennington should have done a little bit more as well. Fox has looked uh, last couple of games. He's he's had a, a few really just like he's had head, a bad time head scratching moments. <laughs> you don't make saves, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I mean, t- if he was expecting Bennington to save him there. I mean, uh, poke check is, you know, isn't necessarily, you know, a, a go-to thing for goaltenders these days, unless it's a, you know, a, a you know, pretty, right. pretty zippy cross crease pass. I, I think because his stick was sticking out that way yeah. and he just didn't, it, he didn't extend he didn't it. He didn't, he wasn't aggressive with it. He put it out there to block a pass that would be right in front of him. But I think it, it just missed his stick and just missed Fox stick. And I think, yeah, I would have, could have showed it on that play. Um, Sanford had a nice goal in this game. So, and we talked about him before the show a little bit, and I want to talk about him a little bit because they're kind of talking up his uh, seven points in his last six, seven games, whatever it is, and plus six. Um, I think Jeff and I are in agreement that while he's putting up some points recently, he has not looked good, and we don't think it's very indicative of how he's playing. No, not at all. Yeah. I, I, uh, you know, he scored that goal in Vancouver, and, and he kind of Vancouver, Vancouver. He kind I was of waiting for it. He kind of whiffed on the shot. Whatever. I mean, goal goes in, it counts. But I feel like he has lost a lot of puck battles. He's turned the puck over. He's not making the right play. I mean, there's times where he'll have the puck, you know, down low. And it's okay, you have an option up top, and maybe you have an option behind the net, and he'll just kind of throw it to the front. And that's what you do when you're out of options. He has options a lot of these times, and I just don't feel like he's using them. His his vision doesn't seem to be right. Uh, and this is going back before the break, too. I, I feel like last... Because I've always kind of been the defender of him on this show, that, oh, you know, if Sanford's your biggest problem, then obviously you got a good team. But even though he scored the last two games... He has just been off to me, especially on that line. You need a guy who can feed pucks to Perron and O'Reilly, and he's just not doing it. He his body language bothers me on the yeah. ice. That I think, I mean, he it's almost like uh, he constantly has a look on his face, like he's a little intimidated. Yeah, I, I don't know how to describe. It. I'm not sure if that's accurate and how I'm thinking, but it just it just kind of seems that way. He, his body language after he scored that goal that we he partially fanned on it, mostly fanned on it, and it just barely went in. Uh, I, I the way he skated away was almost like the way it was like okay, let's picture picture this. You've all seen the guy, and you're gonna say, oh yeah, okay. So you're playing in a men's league game, and the worst player on the ice scores a goal. That's the way he looks when he skates away from that goal. He's like, oh. Yeah, I just scarred, and he Sorry. just kind of he strides away, kind of goofy, like just standing straight up and down. He just doesn't really, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Are way more excited than he is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of like, uh, yeah, it just kind of. It struck me as score. it struck me as like, oh, the worst player in that I should score a goal, and that's the way that's the way it's supposed to look. Yeah, <laughs> I don't right. know. Um, but uh, not the best game for Bennington. I don't think no. in this game. No, he's. I mean, he, he's been hasn't had. Uh, this isn't the best streak of it, or the best, uh, you know, 
multiple game section of his career. I mean, he's he's facing adversity. They they made that point last night. Um, but I thought he had a pretty decent third period. He had he a did. really good third period and overtime. Overtime and shootout. Yeah, yep. I agree with that. Uh, he he turned it on when and, he had to. And it, it seems like it was after who was it that bumped him? Um, oh, so he oh, got into the crease. Yeah, uh, that was the elbow. Yeah, yeah, elbow to the head. Was that the 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 guy that had been called up from the HL first time in like four or five games or four or five years? Robinson. Robinson was yeah. that who it was? Big boy. I don't. I don't think it was. I, I don't I remember who it was, but yeah, yeah. He. It seemed like it kind of woke him up a little bit. Yeah, and you know, maybe maybe you don't want to do that. <laughs> he don't uh, open the Bennington door. Yeah, he, right. He has not. He has now allowed four goals in three straight games. Prior to this uh, this stretch uh, of doing that, he had not allowed four consecutive goals in consecutive NHL games, regular season or playoffs. Um, so would you say this is the worst stretch of his career? Yeah, yeah, sure. Easily. I mean, I mean, stats wise, yeah. Um, small granted, sample size still. Yeah, it's a small, it's a real small sample size. And granted, there's a tough stretch that he's, he's playing. It's a pretty good I team. I saw somebody post Colorado. Like, and, when are we just going to admit that Bennington has fallen back down to earth? And I'm just like, again, small sample size. Right. Like, yeah. Give it time. I, like, if he's still like this in a week and a half, okay, maybe we have that conversation. It's almost like somebody is rooting for it to happen. I don't know why. It's, I get that impression. Are, I don't know. That, that makes no sense to me. Yeah. I mean. We've been hard, really hard on Allen in the past, rightfully so. But there's not a guy in here that's not going to root hard for him. Oh, I, mean, I agree. I, it just, it's just, and, and he's on a the best stretch he of January. He had a good game. Career. Yeah, he's, he did. He's Vancouver. Vancouver. He did. Vancouver. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is why you need two good goalies. Yeah, no, and I get it. And, and, and we talked about this before the season because Bennington's small sample size last year. Um, he was a little bit of a question mark. I was not overly concerned, but that it was lingering. It's like, can he repeat this? Mm -hmm. I mean, can he continue to play well? And that was why I think that was one of the toughest decisions Armstrong had to make. How much do I pay this guy? How many years do I give him? And I think he, I think he, he nailed it. He did it right. He had to, you pay him more than Allen because he's the starter and uh, just, just a hundred thousand more than Allen. Yeah. So, and you hope Allen can, can play the way that he had at one point in his career. And he, right now, right now he is. And he got off to a bad start. Right. He did. He did. I mean, that, that Montreal game, that, that goal by Brandon Brandon Gallagher. Gallagher, And he had, he had, he he started a couple of home games and they were terrible starts. Yeah. yeah, but but now he can even win at home. Yep. And I would say right now this road trip, this is this is a tough road trip coming yeah, out of is. the All Star break. You have back to back Monday. And, and this, who who was it that, uh, that tweeted it today? But um, there was a Flyers reporter who said that the Flyers uh, Flyers were uh, negotiating with the NHL about getting better schedule terms. I saw oh, that. And, I saw and that. they said, so the Blues are on this three uh, this four-game road trip. They play in three different time zones, including two back-to-backs. Yeah, don't... If you're, Shut the fuck if up. If you're an Eastern Conference team with 14 teams right there within two inches on a map... If you can like, take a bus on. to your game... Yes. Fuck Shut you. The fuck well, up. again, I've yeah. said this before, but like there was somebody who played for the Rangers who said they played against Philadelphia, but he was still in bed that night in his own bed by eleven thirty. Yep. Are you kidding me? Hmm. Oh, any team in in on the West Coast or well, in the Western Conference wishes they could say that. Uh, in this game, uh, the Blues allowed three power play goals on the first three uh, penalty kills, which we talked about. Uh, this is the first time 
in 56 games, uh, which was November 6, 1993, the Blues had won a game when giving up three power play goals in a game. The record in the in those games since 1993, 0-52-2-2. And that's from STL Blues History, too. No, STL Blues History tweet? Oh, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. surprised. And actually, uh, Bernie Mickles, uh referenced him on his show this morning on uh, ESPN Radio. As well he should. Yeah. So that's where I got it from, actually. I, I, saw, I heard it on the radio first, then saw it on his Twitter account later. Uh, you know, and to be honest, uh, he was, Bennington was eight for eight in the high danger scoring opportunities. Uh, 23 out of 24 saves on five on five, uh, play. And See, this is something, I'm sorry to interrupt. So this is something it was penalty kill. that I feel I like I've said this before. We've all said this before and people are going to say, oh, well, you wouldn't say this about Allen, but we would now because Allen's playing great. Um, it's not that he's not, he, he's not allowing bad goals you know we've talked about it the the burkowski goal the second one in the colorado game that was a bad goal mm-hmm. in my opinion and, I, and maybe i'm wrong bill correct me mr goalie of the show i feel like he has not really allowed any bad goals it's that we've said this before about we say this about allen all the time you expect your goalie to to come up big and make a big save to boost your team he's just not doing that you know, he's he's allowing goals, not bad goals, but it's like you expect your goalie to every now and then come up with that big save. And he and just hasn't been doing that lately. And that's that's what, why he's not been as good. That's what we always that was we said that's what we said Bennington did good last year, uh did well last year, and that's what we said the knock on Allen was for so long that he wasn't doing that. So yeah. that was that was the thing. So am I right in saying that? These that that maybe last night there wasn't really any bad goals. It was just Come on, Bennington! You got to come up with a big one here. Uh, I don't think he had any leakers last night. Um, yeah, no, they were power play goals. Good, I had. They were power play goals, right? And I mean, the one that's the one that's right off the faceoff. I mean, oh yeah, you're not expecting Monahan to shoot that puck when no. it comes back to him. Well, and that that Kachuk one was such a weird flutterer. Yeah. And he couldn't see it. He didn't even react. He didn't even move. No, yeah, he I mean, didn't see it. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not concerned about him. Uh, I'm not either. Uh, I, 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 I mean, I did. I again, I think it's the ebbs and flows of a season with him um, until this becomes a disturbing trend, like yeah. it did with Allen uh, for years. So um, we can revisit this in a couple of weeks if yeah. it continues. We, and we talked about that. You know, yeah. I said I again, I said, not to compare him. To I think I said, elites. talk to me in in the next uh, twelve, thirteen games if you're still doing this. You talk to Sabres fans, they would tell you, yeah, back in the day, Dominic Oshik would get pulled three games in a row because he'd give up some weak ones. But then he would come out the next game and pitch a shutout. It's how you play overall. That's always yeah. how, it's always how it's been. And playing well in big games uh, when it counts. So we'll see. Uh, Talbot did. I mean, he allowed two medium danger goals and goals he should have, plus the disallow goal. The, mm. uh, the, the, oh, that was so offside. The offside challenge. Yeah, oh, like my a God. good six inches. It was clear. Were you guys like me? I literally, like when the play developed, because I, I do this constantly, probably two or three times a game. The play develops, and I go, God, I hope they don't score. Yeah. Because I knew it was offside. And I'm like, and then, of course, Perron comes in, shoots scores, and I'm like, I haven't yelled when he scored. I go, damn it, that's coming back. Yeah, I I couldn't tell, uh, but I thought it was damn close. I'm like, oh. I I just, I don't know, something about it. I'm like, I know he's off. And they wouldn't show a good look. They wouldn't slow it down. They showed one replay at, like, almost full speed. And I'm like, well, you you can't tell for sure. 
And then I'm like, show the slow, slow show the slow mo, different camera angle. They didn't do it. Yeah. They, until after the decision was made, I'm like, what the hell? They always show that one angle after the decision's made, and and it's the like, telling angle. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like. Can we just see that first? Yes. That way we know what's coming. Is it like a drama thing? I don't think Does so. Does the NHL I, say not to yeah, do I that? I know the NHL says that they've got angles that they don't show. I wonder if they don't release that until after they've made the decision. Nice, nice glove save by Mike Smith after a great pass by Leon Dreisaitl to the rug deep. We've got. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna suggest something here. I'm gonna suggest that we, since this isn't. This these next couple of things aren't anything pressing for probably a couple of weeks necessarily. I say we I say we save the uh, the trade deadline stuff yeah. for next week. You say yeah. would you say you would ice them? I would ice put them on ice. Put them on ice. Uh, because I'm cool with that. because we're at we're at two hours now and I I think it, this is a good half hour conversation. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'm so. already falling asleep. So. <laughs> uh, uh, two days after being, and I'll, I'll say this real quick. Two days after being sent down to San Antonio, Brower was recalled today. So, Yeah, that was going to be a talking point of this show was that, okay, he might not ever play in the NHL again. He's going to contemplate his retirement, but now he's back. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to Oh, I don't think he will either. He's not going to play. He's also not going to go back down to San Antonio when the time comes. But it's good for him. He gets to prolong his career and get a little, little bit more of a paycheck. So and we, so we you we've got you've got that to look forward to next week. Uh, we'll talk about some uh, we'll talk about a couple articles written, uh, one by Jim Thomas and uh, one in the in the Athletic, uh, talking about uh, possible Blues targets in the the trade deadline, uh, top six guys possibly, um, because of the things that Armstrong said um, on a podcast and on in an article with Jim Thomas about uh, things that he's uh, maybe targeting, which is. Armstrong said a little more than he usually says about stuff like that, which is interesting. Yep. So, uh, mm-hmm. and targeting a top six guy possibly. So we'll talk about yeah. that next week. Yeah. Hopefully it's, hopefully we can make a segment out of it and he doesn't beat us to the punch. He's <laughs> yeah. not a, he's, he's, he's still one got of the time. GM. Well, but, but he's one of the GMs that's going to pull the trigger. If, if, if the right deal's there, he's going to make the deal. Maybe, he's not going to wait. Till Doug, if you're listening, but can I, you try and wait until after our I, next show? I don't think he's going to do anything until they evaluate Tarasenko. I think they said mid February. Yeah. And yeah, I, I said February fifteenth is the day that he he specifically said that in the athletic. They're going to look at that date and they're going to talk to Sharsenko. Uh, 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 Which the deadline's on the twenty fourth. That'll give him. That'll give him about about a little over a week. It was nine, nine days. days before, so the twenty fourth, I think, is right. the trade deadline. So after they'll, they'll see where Tarasenko's at uh, mid February, and then they'll that will give them an idea of what they have to go after, uh, if anything, at the deadline. But the whole thing could change depending. I don't know. I haven't heard any speculation around the Sunkfest injury, but that could also change the whole narrative. Yeah, he's that, on the IR that, now, so yeah, that we're that maybe now we have to look at a depth player uh, as well, or in lieu of a top six guy, right? And a lot can happen between now and then because in the article he says that he's not targeting depth guys yeah. right now. Yeah, right. He's not going to trade he away you know mid level picks for depth guys. Yeah, um, he's going to target top six guys if Tarasenko is not back. So we'll talk about it more in yeah. depth next week. And interesting things were said. Uh, anything? Uh, anything else? Uh, next on tap for the Blues is uh, Friday the thirty first at Edmonton. So. Uh, we continue the West Coast, the West Western Canada hockey swing. Yep. Friday, Edmonton. Saturday, Winnipeg. Yeah, I'm uh, Friday game, and then uh, what was it, who's that? Winnipeg Saturday. Yeah. yeah. 
crazy back to back. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, we talked about the the tough schedule coming out of the All Star break. Um, you know, yeah, you get a couple days off here, but yeah, right this, back into a back to back. Right, and the second game of both back to backs is in a different time zone. Yep, in on this trip, it's Allen then Bennington, right? You think you expect because Allen's got great numbers against the Oilers. So I think you play yeah. Allen there, and then you play uh, Bennington against Winnipeg. Well, it's a division game too against Winnipeg. So you, if oh. yeah, you put your starter against your division rival, which is what I've always wanted. Yay, Edmonton uh, Oilers just tied it. Just tied the game. So I didn't say yay. I said a. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't cheering. <laughs> I, I would expect. I would expect that the uh, the Blues will get Koskinen rather than uh, Mike Smith. But mm. we'll yeah, see. Mm. it's possible. Mike Smith uh, looked damn good against us last time I played him. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he just—he's a that, streaky guy. Made that beautiful glove save on uh, Derek Ryan on the breakaway. Yeah. Uh, you want me? You want me to throw in one more thing? Sure. One more thing. What do you got? One more thing. Um, I'll just go ahead and throw this out there. That, yeah, Ten uh, seconds. Damn it! <laughs> it's gonna take at least fifteen. Um, summer series. I'm already planning that. Um, and I mentioned this on Twitter, but for anybody who's listening who maybe didn't see this. I'm taking suggestions for what people want to hear from uh, from me over the summer. I'm just going to do summer shows again every week. And uh, one thing that somebody suggested that I loved, so let me know what you think of this idea, uh, is um, doing kind of like a prospectus look at Blues prospects over the summer. So basically I'd be pulling in interviews from people who are covering the WHL, OHL, wherever these guys are playing, and um, kind of talking to them about whatever the Blues prospect is and uh, you know how far away they are from joining the Blues, blah, blah, blah. Something I added to that was have it be like a past and future thing and maybe get some uh, some Blues alumni in here as well. I know there's a couple Blues players, former Blues players I've talked to that would definitely be interested. And I'll just go ahead and say one because it's just fun to mention this guy. Harry York would be interested in coming on. So they give you a lot of fun talk about him and his roller hockey days nice as well so um, hockey international great yep and that is that is what i'm looking at for right now but uh, that could change if you give me a good idea so if anyone has anything let me know hit me up on twitter facebook whatever that was a mike keenan day you ask him his uh, thoughts on mike oh boy that'd be fun (laughs) what a fourth line guy thought about mike keenan sure Yeah, yeah it'd be great I'm sure he appreciates Keenan because I don't think uh, York played for the Rangers after the Blues, I believe. Right played for one team and then stopped playing. I think it was. I think, I think it was the Rangers. That's was it? I don't know. I'm gonna I, look that I, up. I want to say it was. I almost want to say it was the Canucks, but it was the St. Louis Vipers. Yeah. That was. Before. I'm pretty sure it was the Rangers. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking. Tick tock, tick tock. Oh, Harry. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. <laughs> Uh, we've got wheel snipe Sully. Oh, we've got Blues. We got Rangers. There we go. We've got Told you. Uh, Pittsburgh and guess who else? Vancouver. Vancouver. <laughs> All right. I knew it was there. But the Rangers were. He re- played for the Rangers for seven games. Okay. So and I'm surprised that you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right after the Blues. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. he was. Uh, That's why I remember it. He went. He went there. Yeah. He. Yeah. He signed with them. It looks like. And then was traded that next season to Pittsburgh. See, you can't teach that stuff. Uh, Pittsburgh played two games, but then Vancouver, he played uh, 103 games. He played for the Blues 132. So, wow, I didn't remember him being with Vancouver that long. I didn't either. Apparently, I did. 
three battle for <laughs> the battle uh, for Alberta is tied three three with six minutes to go in the third. That was a bad goal by Riddick. I he missed that. I missed he it. Pulled his stick away from the five hole. And just got beat. Do you look like the goalie that was set up at uh, Fanfare? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> All right. That'll wrap up uh, episode 50 of season 8 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube chat during the live show. We hope you guys enjoyed the show as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. For Jeff Ponder and Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. Until next time, everyone, let's go Blues. Let's go Blues. Let's go Blues. Vancouver! Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? Only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friends.